whole uh, map out on the board and then. Girl, not really. <laughs> <laughs> on a perfect day? <laughs> How am I now? We How do you read be, me? We used to be mapped out and then it just, we just started going with Same. the vibes. Same. Yeah. Once you get that, once you get that, that, check, that check. roll going, you already check, know check, what to do. Check, 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 check. I think you're good. Five by five. <laughs> Let me see. You on TCO loop? Bird April on TCO loop. <laughs> Go ahead, April. <laughs> so we um, haven't even. Wait, let me check you. Hello. She always sounds. Hey, like her voice is so soothing. I just, like, if I fall asleep, it's because I'm hey. listening to you, not because you sound boring. Because it's so soothing. Everybody says it. I think it's just because I have a deeper voice. Dog. It's like it's like woman. melodic. Bro, you, you need know? to be girl number nine. Bruh, like <laughs> I can make some money off this shit. Hell yeah, bro! I'll manage you. Like I can get this shit popping. Like I know what niggas want, man. What's girl number nine? I, I tried to manage her once. She's like, you think you trying to pimp me? Yes, uh, bro. yes, yes. I'm trying to pimp you. Throw the easiest way <laughs> to get what you want, sis. African proverb. One day to be made. So, girl, was it? It's girl number nine. Was the name of the movie, right? Yeah, girl number nine. That was a Spike Lee joint too. I'm usually pretty cool. He produced it. Mm-hmm. I thought he produced. Started, yeah, but we're gonna cut this unofficially. I'm sorry, this is like the 80s, 85 South show. They just start talking and then 30 minutes in, they be like, Welcome back. Hey, play with some Pippin, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if you can tell by other voices, we're collabing with one of our favorite pods. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I was wondering how we're gonna intro this, yeah, because we got an intro. Come on, Terramana. Is this the Reposado? This is what fucked me up on my birthday. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, it's crazy. I did not realize this nigga lived five minutes away from me. I was just going to say, I didn't realize that he lived five minutes away from my folks. Yeah, hey, look, man. Look, this is the new spot. I saw the address. Man. Yes, it's the Alabama shit. So I was like, yeah, I, I literally just start calling it Jack Jim. I feel like it's certain words I, I purposely mispronounce just because, like, I know it's salmon, but I grew up. You put the salmon. L in salmon. <laughs> and is, thanks, guys. It's been a great this. episode. <laughs> what the fuck? I was going to say this is hey, where the split hey, happens. Hey, bro, we even have an episode called Solomon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Solomon. Solomon. What? That was Me and Bird went to Black before. Was it before an episode? Or was it right yeah, after? I think we before? went to go eat beforehand, and then we recorded mm-hmm. afterwards. And there was some hood dude in there. He ordered this like Solomon, and we was like, so, he he said it so Solomon. bad. I was like, he put I'm, a capital L and a U H in it, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, it's only God that me and Burger sitting in here. Yeah, this it right was now. before. Now, because let me tell you, we sitting there side by side. We at the bar, and soon as he said Solomon bites, both of us stopped, <laughs> looked up. We ain't looking at each other. We just looked up. And went back down to eating because we were standing right there. And both of us was like, as soon as he walked out, we just looked at each other like, nigga, I know you heard <laughs> did this he, Did he just say what I think he said? Black Hell is no. a com- it's a comedy spot. If you just sit in there. It really is. I haven't been in there in a while. It's some crazy shit always going on. All the time. And it's just, it's 
it's so funny because you'll sit at the bar and if you just sit there long enough, you're going to get into a conversation about some of the most wild shit that has nothing to do with nothing to do with nothing. I prefer not to go in there on the hot nights, though. I don't like when it's super packed. It's too small to be packed. Same. I want to go in there and have conversations with the people that work there. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. On a Tuesday at 4 o'clock. Yeah, right so when they open. Nah, the I got in there one time. And, just, <laughs> and it's funny because, I mean, I used to get in these conversations all the time. I got in there and uh, I don't know how we got here. Dude said, uh, you know, we never landed on the moon, right? I said, here we go, baby. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. I said, you don't even know you talked to a nigga that worked at NASA for seven years. Oh. He said, I am ready for this. <laughs> I look forward to these situations. It was just something like, yeah, man, government be lying. What do we like? Same way we ain't never landed on the moon. Man. I said, okay. I don't know what's worse, conspiracy theorists or black conspiracy theorists. Black conspiracy theorists are absolutely because they be on some extra extra shit. It's because like being black in America makes you where I mean, you naturally got to understand conspiracy theories, but then you question like everything. everything. But that's a that's some oppression type shit. Now, but if you think about it, like you no. start thinking everybody trying to hold you down, so then it's a rabbit hole of bullshit. You kind of got a point because think about it like this: the shit that has happened to black people. If somebody else was to hear it, it like, sounds nah. like a conspiracy, right? You'd be like, okay, so they took your people from another homeland and right. just put them on a ship. Right. So you want? So you trying to tell me <laughs> y'all had y'all own city <laughs> with your own banks? Yeah, and the white folks got mad and bombed it. I don't know. I don't know about that one. So you saying in 1985 <laughs> they just bombed a block in Philadelphia and like we never heard about it in school? Okay. So 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 y'all was just y'all just standing on the side of, of the street and they just hit you with some fire hoses. They just had fire <laughs> hoses lying around. Our business. Okay. Yeah. So they just put crack in y'all's neighborhood. <laughs> For free. Hey, look, hey, look, for free. For free. Y'all ain't got no boats. Y'all ain't got no planes. How, how, how did they how did they expect y'all to get the crap? That just don't sound right to me. Like we literally have lived like yeah. like yeah, you can't make this shit up. It is So you trying to tell me they killed that black man and he ain't bothered nobody. He was just out there on the balcony. Right. He's the peaceful nigga, but he started talking about the money and they just blew his brains out. Okay. Mm, I don't know about that one. Now, the one conspiracy theory I do believe is there's no way in hell James Earl Ray killed Dr. King. He was intellectually, it's an outdated word we don't use anymore. That starts with an R. Retarded. There's an outdated <laughs> word we don't use anymore. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, that's the TBC side of the pod. TBC? Oh, we don't want... Oh, damn. Well, that's the bird side I didn't <laughs> Speak for yourself. Y'all, y'all know how bird is. Yeah. We do. Oh, we... Uh, we didn't even introduce y'all. Introduce yourselves. What's guys. going on, everybody? This your boy, Bird. I'm April D. Or do they need to introduce us? Because I'm assuming it's going to go on y'all shit, too. So It's going to go on y'all's, too. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same audio. It's so. a mirrored episode. Right. Do yeah. we need to introduce ourselves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. If this going on they shit... Man, this is weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, weird. Like, hey, look, this, <laughs> we should talk about this. <laughs> I know. We brought out a whole whiteboard and didn't write one thing on it. Hey, we okay. flowing. It'd be like that. You know what's funny is though, because we all podcast, we kind of just flowed into it. Like, have you ever tried yeah. to podcast people that don't podcast? Yeah. Oh my god. The flow does not. They'd be nervous. I think. I think they'd be overthinking it. They'd be like. Well, see, the thing is, like, when you got chemistry with your person, like, y'all just be talking about shit and it just 
turn into other shit. And that's the podcast. Like, cause we used to try to be real scripted and like bullet by bullet. And we did, we did good doing that. But after a while, like, and then too, we be coming in just having therapy sessions. We be talking about mm. shit. Oh, like, we, have our, we have our therapy sessions. We be talking about work, talking yeah. about our week, talking about these dating chronicles, talking about bullshit, and then it just turned into. So, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, the pod before the pod. Yeah. Yes. Is where yeah. all the yes. Yes. Hey. <laughs> The off-air pod is the oh shit. Oh, my God. I'm if so only excited. y'all knew it. If only y'all fucking knew it. I'll be holding on. I can't wait for Brad to get over here. Yes. Man, let me tell him this. Bro. <laughs> I'll be like, I got to tell him all this shit. He'll be like, nigga, I got so much to tell him. <laughs> Sorry, it's like, the, the, let me tell you, the, the secrets that's going to die with us. Bro. Bro. Mm, dead ass. I can't mm-hmm. get with the, the over... Like... I be I have so much stuff I be wanting to share, but I just cannot overshare. Like the way people be telling like full blown stories, yeah. I cannot do it. I think did you send that in the in the group group text where it was like the girl was talking about she was invited to just the the wedding ceremony, but not the reception. reception. But she had already talked to her friend about it, and I'm like, why are we on the TikTok telling <laughs> all these people? And here I am. I'm going to eat it up every time. But I'm just like, I could never. <laughs> and then, too, people be bold. Because I'm like, do you not ever think that the person that you're talking about going to come across this shit? Like, <laughs> and then it'd be 30, 30 videos later. And they'd be like, well, guys, remember that video I posted? So the girl follows me. Dog, and- so like, like that one right there, right? That <laughs> shit blew me because in her response video, she's coming at us like I don't know why y'all so pressed about I'm going to TikTok to look at some fitness shit to laugh. <laughs> and, and here you come saying no and it started with like am I the asshole or some shit like yeah. that like, like you asked us a if question you gotta, if you have to ask you already know mm. so I, you asked me to be judge and jury I, I don't know I, I do feel like people have these What's it called? Uh, parasocial relationships with people, mm-hmm. and they just think that like. I know that we all be trying to not to be the main character on Twitter, or like on TikTok, but people be taking that shit too far. Mm-hmm. They be trying to act like these are the worst people in the world. But like you don't know these people, right? I, f- I honestly yeah. feel like when it comes to social media, our generation is honestly the best at social media ing <laughs> because. We all, especially especially us here, we are very open and we talk a lot and we put a lot in the atmosphere. But it is honestly not us. It is there's is such a, a, a minuscule portion of who we are. This yeah. is like just like our tweets are just like our sidebar thoughts. Like yeah. there's no nothing you can. There's nothing on Twitter you can come back to me and hurt my feelings with. No. Yeah. Because we lived a life without Twitter, right? And I knew when I shared it that I was right. I, I what you fuck. doing? Right. I say some wild ass shit on the fucking podcast. Though people, like, I can't believe you said that. Be like, it's all right. Dog, our early podcast. We both be saying some wild shit on our early podcast. I like. I even <clears> got a little nervous at, at a couple times. Like, damn, did I go too far? Mm. Man, our early podcast days versus now. All right, so look, we was out in these streets. Wow, yeah, okay. Hey, hey, look, we, we were naming be, names and everything. Bro. We gonna get canceled like eventually. Like, so 
can black people we get were, canceled? No. Can black people? Well, yeah, they absolutely. Black people can cancel black people, but I don't. Can white people cancel black people? I think black people can cancel black people and white people, but black people cannot cancel. White Hold on, my math is not math. <laughs> <laughs> we're like the double negative. And say black people can cancel black people and white people, but white people cannot cancel black people. Right. There we go. Thank yeah. you. Gotcha. That's a good question. Hold on, let me think. Let me think. Can a white can white people cancel? Nah, 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 nah. Because the moment moment white people try to cancel a black person, we're going to ride before them just because. Yeah. True. And then also, white people don't be. In our spaces, the way we kind of have to be in there, so it's like whoever you think you're gonna put this out to, like these other white people you're trying to talk to about canceling us, don't even know who the fuck we are or what's going on over here, or don't even pay attention like that. Who white people tried to cancel because <clears throat> the we're we're talking about it, but and I've heard white people talk about cancel culture. But I cannot recall a white cancellation or some white on white cancels. The no. best example. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The best example of them canceling, and this is before cancel culture. They tried to get Kanye out the paint, and for a second, he was out the paint. Listen, I'm I'm on their side on that shit, man. No, I'm talking about the Taylor Swift thing, not the oh. other shit. Oh, yeah. They did. I forgot about that. America's that's, sweetheart. That's as close to canceling a black person as they got. Kanye had to come out with an all-time great album to get back in graces with white people. And some people, white people never got over that shit. Can you yeah. be uncanceled? Can you be can you be uncanceled? I actually don't believe canceling is a real thing. But that's I, just one I, of my I, I, have, I feel like canceling is temporary. Mm-hmm. Like, Cuz remember how they tried to cancel Chick-fil-A? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing with this Bud Light shit. Like I will cancel black people before I cancel Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's temporary. It's only it's only valid until some other shit happens, and then people forget, and then you know what I'm saying. Wait, like, well, okay, okay. Let's ex- expound on the Bud Light shit. All right. So for those that don't know, um, Bud Light had a new. What is her position? Let's say she's an influencer. No, no, no. Not not her, but the woman. Oh, at Bud Light. She's she's a higher up. She's like, like over advertising or something. Right. So what? We'll so anyway, this this uh, paper woman. Came into play at like paper woman, right? So, so she came into play at the higher ups at Bud Light. I mean, in the higher realm of Bud Light, and she said she wanted to get into like inclusion, and she said because Bud Light is kind of like a lower, like a lost leader, a part of Anheuser Busch. So they're like, you know, we're about whatever, whatever. Agenda, 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 in my opinion. So they got a trans woman? Yeah, a trans woman who's an influencer on TikTok. Yeah, they got they got behind the trans woman and made her a sponsor. Not, not a sponsor, but a, what's the term called? Influencer. Like a, yeah. not, not an influencer, but a amb- ambassador. Yeah, like yeah. A brand, brand ambassador. ambassador. Brand yeah, partnership ambassador. type situation. And boy, let me tell you, the redneck... Pilgrims was not having it at all. Oh, and the king, uh, Kid Rock. Oh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Yeah, Kid Rock shot up uh, two Mm -hmm. suitcases of Bud Light. They they've been pouring it. The most red redneck shit you can do. I don't. Wait, I'm gonna get on. I don't even want to get on Kid Rock. You not just throw your Kid Rock. You gonna shoot shit off? Full shit. I don't even. We don't have because we're here. I don't want to take it there. But we. Yeah, yeah. But. 
the crazy thing about it though, I know we we laugh and say y'all have already bought the beer, so there's no point in you like pouring it out and blowing it up and making all this. But they actually have lost four billion dollars in revenue. Was that number real though? In how fast? I feel like that four billion already. The, I can. I, I feel like the stat I saw wasn't. <clears throat> I, I can one hundred percent believe it because think about it like this: because not we're not even like let's get outside of like day to day purchases. There, there are um, festivals and yeah. things like that that basically like because of that pulled Bud Light from carrying on, on the festival tour. So. With that in mind, I believe those kind of business deals is what really propagated the $4 billion loss. That's why I actually do believe it. But, like, the thing I had seen was that they were already at a loss before. But, like, Bud, Bud Light's Light. been, Bud Light's I mean, shitty ass beer. Uh, I kind of like Bud Light at times, but go ahead. <laughs> but Miller time all the time. I like Miller. I love yeah. Miller. Miller Light is always. What I'm it. confused about is, like, is this new news that Bud Light were. Supporters of the LGBTQIA and blah blah blah. Because why is all of this popping off now? A lot of it was misinformation. Because at first people were saying, "Oh, they're going to put," I can't. Remember. Her name is Dylan. I can't remember her last name, but they were they're going to put her on all the cans. He's like, "No." What ended up happening was they sent specialized cans to her because it was her 365th day as a woman, living as a woman. <laughs> Y'all, why? <laughs> what are specialized cans? Like just like custom. just commemorative cans that are not going to go on sale. Like custom cans. <laughs> I hate black people. I'm sick of y'all. Hey, bro. <laughs> come, come on, man. Come on. Go to hell. Do, do, I, do I have what, to say? what? What D'Angelo say? How does it feel? <laughs> uh, man, listen. If we all right. Look, man. do it. Let's go. Hey, hey man. Hey, come on, Fuck. man. Let's cut the shit, man. Let's literally cut the shit. Let's man. go. Like that's some bullshit, man. Like I'm all like I'm on Kid Rock side, honestly, man. Like, uh, come on, man. That's some bullshit, man. <laughs> what the fuck, man? That, come on, come on, but, man. Like I really don't get why people get so bad about that. No, I'm not mad, but it's like so. Okay, 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 okay. So let's, you think it's stupid? Let's back it up, some. Let's back it up, some. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Boom. I feel like this. If she's supposed to be over marketing, right? Right. Your first thing you do is a market analysis. You know who your target audience, your target audience, who your base group is. Like right. the like, it's almost like we was just talking about earlier about the BT Deborah Lee kind of situation. Like she started doing such things that was what she wanted to see that was against her her base, mm-hmm. and that's why B and BT suffered. Same situation here. Why in the fuck would you want this person? For this company to be your true brand ambassador, like none of it makes sense. But she's not the only brand ambassador. That's the other thing. It's a group of. But she the only. But she the only girl that used to be a guy. But they're doing that just to like people are getting mad because they just don't want trans people to exist. Inclusivity. Bud Light was trying to make a move. Of inclusion, I feel like because that's a popular thing to do right now. Like, that's the hot thing to do. But they weren't thinking about how people were going to react to that. Or how realizing how much people don't don't rock with it. Yeah, how it was going to affect their sales. Right. So that's the thing. And it's like, I don't feel like it is, I don't want to jump the extremes. 
and that's why I say like I I don't want to equate this to violence against trans people. Like I don't want to say that one begets mm-hmm. another, but I mean, let's call a spade a spade that there is in the atmosphere and in the ecosystem that we live in. There, the trans demographic has some some shit on their hands. It has some shit that amongst the world that people are pushing the back on. Some people fucking with, some people not fucking with, and we don't have solid. We're not solid there. Oh no, oh definitely. But I, I feel like even if we had talked about. Uh, like think about uh, gay marriage it wasn't legalized until what twenty fourteen yeah just mm-hmm. a few years ago but think about like us growing up in the nineties that shit was not rocking over here mm-hmm. at all and people canceled Ellen because she came out all these other things it's just it's gonna take a while for people to get there on trans issues and I you can't expect everybody to get there overnight I understand that but at the same time. People are just making up flat out lies and adding to the environment of transphobia, which can lead to violence. True. If you build up and make an enemy and take away their person, uh, their personhood so much, you can make it to where you can kill them. Yeah. Agree in the statement. However, comma. But... However, comma, we also have to think about our, we also have to talk about the likelihood. And the reason I say that. The likelihood of what? That A becomes B, which yields C. And the reason I say that, for example. What, like trans people being hurt? It happens. It happens. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but to the magnitude in which we're discussing it, we're making it seem as if it's like a overt occasion. I don't think you realize how many trans people it, it are killed pretty, a day. It's a day, a day. It's a, yeah. A it's, lot of it's sex worse work- than we think. It's worse than you would think. We talked about sex workers. Yeah, a lot of sex workers are trans people, and a lot of people will act like I didn't know. You, you did know, yeah. and then when certain people find out, they lose their shit, and they it's was uh, the panic defense. That I yeah. didn't know, but also at the same time, like. Sex workers, period. Yeah, but also, but also in general, sex workers, sex workers in general are not respected as people. Which is a different conversation. Like, I'm I'm not like I'm like I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But it's uh, it's a complex issue. And 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 again, and that that kind of feeds back into my initial thing with the but like things like we we we're kicking the can down the road a little too fast. In the from a marketing standpoint of you want these people to get on board with your advertisement of this beer when they're not even on board with the initial baseline issues. But I think that's an indictment on the people, not the brand. The brand should be able to be as inclusive as possible. Mm-hmm. They, we've had pride cans for different things for years. We've had Bud Light, we had Miller Light doing all, all these people. You don't want to isolate yourself if you're a multi-billion-dollar company. Why would you be like, yeah, fuck trans people? Because what, what if they did? What if they did a Black History can? So or like a February people, can. Whoa, oh my god! So this is the thing. <laughs> 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 well, 
the difference is if you do a black history can and that bitch come out in some new colors, that bitch gonna slap. That bitch gonna. Got <laughs> Only because you put you motherfuckers right. hate us. Nah, because goddamn like, niggas got swag and niggas got taste. That's what the fuck. And they still hate us. Hey, look, bro. Like, come on, man. It's fashion over everything, man. Death over uh, designer, man. Like, hey. If you see a dope ass can, you be like, hey, I, hey I, I know, I know Hitler made it, but let me taste it. That's wild. <laughs> Wow! Oh my god! Oh, I'm tripping. Oh, I'm the one wrong. (laughs) I don't know him. (laughs) But no, it's like I I get what you're saying. That like we're expecting people to be somewhere that they're not. But at the same time, these motherfuckers are wilding. Like if you're shooting cans because a trans person was on one can, that's kind of violence. Yeah, literally. You can literally not just not drink. Yeah, or just say I'm not fucking with them anymore. But to go out and shoot cans and be like fuck them, you're already. I mean, I I, I'm agreeing, but at the same, but like, (laughs) is it violence? It's almost (laughs) like it's the reason I say is it violence is because it's almost like uh, 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 what's called performative. Yeah, but but it's setting, it's adding to an already hostile environment. That it's almost like a premeditative thing. Yeah, because. If something did happen to a trans person at the hands of Kid Rock because he was shooting his fucking beer cans, they would have this video and be like, this was premeditated. Or, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the symbolism of it. That you were already like. in this mindset of doing harm to this person, and we have evidence. Also, if you study uh, genocides, which sounds dark, but. If you like, if you pay attention to the genocides, like I, you see, I, I know I'm a little goddamn off the cover. I don't want to kill nobody. <laughs> no, but like Whoa. you don't like people are always like, how did Hitler get to where he killed Jews? Mm. You don't start at that. Right. You start at Jews run banking organizations. Jews run the world, and then you go to Jews should they shouldn't have property. Then mm. it's like you just isolate them more and more till you can. You can justify in quotes what you do to them. Yeah, that's what the dangerous part of it is, mm-hmm. and that's what the, people get mad when you say transphobia. But I ain't scared of them. It's like no, that's not what that means. <laughs> it means <laughs> that you're adding to an environment that makes it unsafe for trans people or gay mm. people. I got a question about that though. Of course I do, because I mean, I don't ever y'all. I don't. I don't what? Go ahead. I don't hear from y'all like I don't hear from y'all on the topic because I'm gonna come back to mine. What? Like I just want to hear from y'all on the topic. But yeah, we 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 got. We, I feel like I'm taking it all in. Like I'm like, wow, this is a great conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like black people don't talk about we these don't. Issues. Yeah, we don't. Not not the way white people talk about how much they hate it. <laughs> I, I ain't drinking Miller Light. Well, what is it? Not Miller. I'm not drinking Bud Light anyway. I'm we here. We drink Miller Light. We fuck with. Oh, Miller Light. we we like Miller Light. See, I don't drink Miller beer. Yeah. Like I half the time when I be out with other people, I, they yeah. always drink beer, and I be like, I send pictures, and I be like, what should I get? Because I don't know what I'm like. I was drinking Heineken, man. That's just garbage. But like, I I don't care. It's sober. No, this, you drink Heineken? I like Heineken. What the fuck is? I like all beer though. You like no, you're. Are, I mean, we're in Huntsville, right? Yeah. So the, Huntsville is a very, be, very beery city. Yeah. Beery is that a word? Yeah. I made it up. You make the words South every time. in general. 
But Huntsville is going through a little renaissance of beer. So mm. you be drinking the mafia. We got all shit. these breweries. Garbage. I haven't had one. Yeah, IPA I can't stand. Like, I like IPA. sours more than IPAs. Sours are pretty good. I, like I can do a sour. Yeah, I want to go into the gas station, go to the, the the cooler part. That's a little cave, and get whatever fucking beer is in there that's already chilled. <laughs> I saw a guy the other day literally reached light. He reached for a light. He reached for but like. And remembered that he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he picked up a Coors Light and there is nothing, like, nothing could make me drink Coors Light. So that, that has to be hatred. I jump off Miller Light. <laughs> like, there's a lot of beers between Bud Light and Coors Light. Actually, I think Miller Light actually is partially owned by Ram Hearts and Bush. Oh, I believe. No, I believe. It's, it's, they all, it's yeah, secular. It's, 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 yeah. All right, so to, to go back to what we say, I, I gave y'all a chance. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I was saying I was indifferent Like I don't For me Number one I don't drink beer Number two The only reason I kind of know about this is Because I saw one TikTok Where a guy drank a beer And then he started talking like a woman And I was like what? And hey, that's kind of hey, funny that's And I didn't funny. get I didn't get the context of it So I yeah, just kept going But Like I don't have problems with I don't have a problem with um, <clears throat> Supporting other Cultures is long not cultures, Lord. <laughs> Let me communities. <laughs> communities. There we go. As long as it doesn't impact me. Like I'm not gonna support racist because that impacts me. But transphobia, I mean trans I'm done. Okay, but that, okay. No, but uh, the, yeah, the no, trans so. community does not like impact me personally. You wanna be trans negatively. Yes. Or at all. I actually have a... I, I got something to say about that, though. And that's, that's actually backing to the point that I was just about to make. <laughs> but go ahead, Kim. Um, I, I just think, like, in general... Like, I don't feel like this is a bad thing at all. But I feel like, in general, this is kind of like... To me, like, I see it as almost like how affirmative action works like how white people are upset and they feel like it's discrimination the way that affirmative action works but I feel like this is the type of diversity that we need like the whole point of affirmative action is to give people chances that wouldn't have them otherwise and to put them into spaces that they wouldn't be in otherwise and to also diversify these mainly white spaces because White people don't always need to just be around white people. That's not healthy. Like, we done seen what the fuck happens when, you know what I'm saying? White people only be around white people. So I feel like this is like, it's a comfortability thing. Like, we need to be able to be comfortable with people in general. Like, we have to take ourselves out of our own environments of our own circles and realize that life exists in so many complex different ways outside of just the people that we associate with. And be able to accept that even if it's not, you know, something that we might agree with. We potting over here, boy. Go off, Kim. First of all, her <laughs> voice. Y'all. Y'all hey, I'm sitting over oh here thinking like, boy. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm about sleep. to put you on the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you're going to say all that, then I'm going to say this. I kind of disagree from a black standpoint. That's I, fine. I feel like that's black people's problem. I, I really I feel like we're too accepting. Oh my! I really hate, and I, I, with a passion, I hate that we kind of lead our our the barometer or spearhead other people's issues because yeah. it's never the same way around. It, it's like we 
it's kind of like this. We are the seniors in the oppression Olympics. Mm-hmm. We know Jews. what the fuck. <laughs> 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 but, but, but if you think about it, in America... Hmm. In America, yeah. In America, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. I would think about the Jews, but then I think about So, in America... Right. They got biblical. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> in America, let's say there's a new... Let's say there was going to be a new oppressed group. Let's say left-handed people, right? Let's say left-handed people all of a sudden want to be oppressed, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. They're going to look at how did the black people handle America while they were oppressed. Yeah. And I feel like we do a lot of hand-holding for other groups that don't show up for us when not only don't show up for us, but we haven't even, America or the whites don't even want to fix our problems. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a perfect example. This shit blew my mind and frustrated the shit out of me. Uh, Stop Asian hate. Mm-hmm. Them motherfuckers had a law passed in fucking fourteen days. Like I don't even I don't even know one national event of a person being assaulted by you know an Asian person at that time being assaulted and where like to the point of George Floyd. It may have been. A situation that was caught on camera and, you know, it made the national news, mm-hmm. but not to a point where it required national, you know, embrace. There was no push against it. And when, like, speed of light, they had laws passed in their defense. But that that's not technically, it's not fully accurate because that law that was passed was technically, uh, I think it was coronavirus Hate crime uh, bill. It was, yeah, it was. It was but adjacent to. It was. It was lumped it, in. Well, that's because I'm agreeing in the fact that because of coronavirus, we got to the Asian yeah. hate. But like, it was other things, the and then they tacked it on to. Right, 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 right. But I mean, it's been lost in the past. But what I'm saying is that how long have we suffered? Literally. We had to be killed. We had to, the, all the conspiracies. We had the, the German shepherds, the, the fire hoses. We had to march. We had to do all that shit this. That happen. <laughs> so you treat the hey, So you just believe. No, and check out the crazy thing that sounds like a lie. The march to Selma sounds like a lie. Yeah. When you look at how far Montgomery is from Selma. Because hey. so I'm like, you mean to tell me people walk from Montgomery? People think that shit's hustle and mass. No, the fuck is not. No. <laughs> that bitch is far. It's not. How many miles is that? But, 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 but. That's a. That's a stroke. Oh, it, oh, it, oh! They was walking for a minute. Yeah, like, they one those in oh, suits. Yes, yeah. with hard bottom shoes. You yeah. think heels feel bad? Let me put on some Stacey Adams. No, and walk. In Montgomery, your toes ain't never slipped and touched the. To, Montgomery the like cement. twenty degrees hotter than Huntsville. Potholes everywhere. <laughs> and this civil rights heat. I don't know what was going hey. on back then, but I feel like they heat was hotter. I feel like it definitely was hotter. <laughs> they had hate in the air. And there wasn't no polyester and nothing, no breathable fabrics. That's straight up. Okay. Cotton. <laughs> Wool. Oh my goodness. Walk your and ass to fucking And they were tucked in the whole time. Right. Also, respectability <laughs> politics on top of all of it. That's insane, bro. Just you think they can get people to walk? You couldn't get me to walk across the street right now. <laughs> walk. Bruh. <laughs> like walk to Selma. Do you think people nowadays would do something like that to stand up nah. for what they believe? No, nah, I walked the dog to the industry. He almost had to walk himself back. <laughs> <laughs> we are privileged. Let's talk about we this really black are. privilege. Wait, one second. No, that's good. <laughs> privilege. I do I do want to push back on one thing. Okay. By saying that other issues like these issues don't affect the black community, it's a ratio of trans and black. I mean, trans and gay black people. 
who are part of our community also, who are double and triple minorities sometimes. I agree in intersectionality. I understand it. But there's a pool of, hey, I, as a straight black man, Sorry. Okay. It's a a TBC joke. (laughs) As a straight black man, I have my feet to the fire. I'm putting my efforts in black issues. And I'm being pressed upon to get into the, from the black community, from the, the people that are alongside with me as I'm pushing for black rights or black support. Hey, we need to pull them along too. As in the gays and the trans or whatever, but they have white counterparts that are benefiting also. Yeah, but which think- their white counterparts are not doing the work as the black as the black people are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I that's believe. that's kind of like the issue. Like, hey, and and it's no offense to the gay or the trans, but me as where I sit as Jason Hayes and what makes me sleep well at night. I'm for the black agenda. If you now, if you gay and you black and you support from and you gain support from whatever my support brings, cool. But if you want me to, hey, you're gay and you're black and you want me to fight upon the gay situation, I'm not going to do that part. All you could do in that situation though, is fight homophobia when you when you see it in people around you. And I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that's more so Christian like in this yeah. situation. Like I, I don't agree anybody should be hurt. Yeah, but I think standing up for Right is always right for right. lack of a better, but I I also think that we center white people too much in conversations as black people. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Like it's black people that are members of the LGBTQ that speak out against racism and other things, mm-hmm. but we ourselves <laughs> won't go out to seek those voices and we'll just listen to the white. People who are who are the majority of America, but we center too much around them. And I to feel the like point- that's part of indoctrination, though. Like, yeah, we, that's that's just the way of the world. That's been the way of the world, and we don't. We just. I don't think people do it consciously. They don't. But I had to get it out of my my head because I remember like. Like when I would go to like my parents' house, they'd be like talking about like Trump or like all oh, this shit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I don't care about like outside of work. I try to divest as much as possible. Mm, I feel that to protect my peace. <laughs> if I ain't at work, yeah, I'll listen to white music and shit. <laughs> I'll watch them dance and do all the you know the the white people things. But as far as talking and uh, actually communicating with them, nah, I'm good. Be I watch I watch the white people dance. <laughs> Those That's big lip bastards <laughs> just tap dancing. God damn it! It's it's funny you say that. Like we can't divest from white people because I always think about um, when somebody said that white privilege. White privilege is actually like uh, 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 being oblivious. So, for example, I can tell you the like I can tell you the last three meetings I was in, how many black people were in each meeting. Mm-hmm. If you was to ask a white person how many white people were in the meeting, they don't even have they they no don't idea. Even, they don't, right. they don't they don't even count. And think about that. Like, did y'all have the thing where it's like if too many black people are standing in a group, it's like all right, 
Yeah. And I'm like, white people do not have to think no. about that at all. at all. No. That happens every single time. You saw that? Yeah, oh, my bad. It's my... I vaped. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I allowed to vape in here? Yeah. Um, like, no, that happens at work. <laughs> that happens at work a lot because you know it's always a sprinkle, and I'm a bartender, and so like anytime it's like just four of us standing next to each other, we'd be like, "Oh, here come the delegation." Oh, oh, like, that's, that's, the, that's the code number four. Yeah. Like, or, or better yet, all of us have done the uh, what you call it the the nod test. Or yeah. do women have something different from the yeah, nod test? What is the the black woman equivalent of the nod? Mm. I, can, I, I mean to... it's not really I smile when I see other black women I try to like just smile and acknowledge you and let you know like I see yeah. you I see you sister if you don't smile back I'll be like alright you know I do I do try to um... <laughs> it's green I don't even know where that motherfucker came from <clears throat> it's like a little worm it's it a is bug. different for women what do we be doing I be I so because it just be it be different for women though for a lot of different things like women have a jealousy tendency and sometimes it's sometimes it's a little bit of a competition I feel like because I hear a lot of this too especially between like older black women and younger black women in the workplace a lot of older women be hating on the younger black women or even women of the same age demographic I feel like sometimes as black women we be a little skeptical like is she. Is she like me or is she more standoffish or is she, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I always try to approach black women with like a, hey sis, hey girl, I like your nails or, you know what I'm saying? Like just trying to. to, So y'all have to kind of like combat other black women. Because we, I feel like we are so programmed also to see the stereotypes like, and we want to be wrong, but it's like at the same time, it's like, okay. Is she gonna have attitude? You know what I'm saying? Is she gonna be? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very different. That is very true. I think that in the workspaces, it is hard to tell. Like, yeah, and, and like, not even just the workspaces. Black women, how we interact with each other is very different for how, for how black men interact with each other. Yeah, listen to the bachelor trips versus the bachelor trips. Right, like. Yeah. Women just like there's always you always hear a wedding story where somebody fell out with somebody. somebody yes, and bitches so it's be just, falling like, out all the time. <laughs> falling out. <laughs> so like in the workspace, that's the space where I think we've we kind of talked about this a little bit in the group, but like women already feel like we have to perform and yeah. you know do well in the workspaces. So when somebody else comes in, either you have the mindset of hey, that's somebody else that I can connect to, or Hey, that's my competition. That's a competition. And a lot of women in their mind have that competition thing because wait, 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 wait. Let, let back a little because this is new information to me. So really? you're saying, so you're saying that you, so let's say you're at work and let's say they're not on your team. Let's say there's someone that's a team adjacent that works with you, work with your team. Let's say you know, y'all under the same branch. You're saying that if you see another black woman, you're going to initially fill her out to see if she is a friend or a foe. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Because not, I mean, I have situations where I've been, um, how do I put this? Some people, and I'm not going to say it's just black women, but some people feel like I got to where I got because I worked hard and I did this and mm-hmm. I did that and da, da, da. And so either one, sometimes they don't want to connect with black people. They don't want to seem like they're just cool with black people mm-hmm. or Two, it's just a like it's a competition thing. Like if I'm here, if I connect with you and you're at the same level, 
like we we can't both live in this space. Mm-hmm. And it and can it's, only be one. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, it ain't that many of us. And if they thought the way that we did, or if 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 they thought like that, hold on, y'all, my math ain't mathing today. <laughs> the math is not mathing. If there's only so many of us. So uh-huh. even if it's two of us, we still can be okay. Compared to everybody else, mm-hmm. we ain't got to compete. But honestly, though, too, from the other side, sometimes I do feel like they do put us against each other. Yeah, the the workplace is so different too because it's like it's like you'll see some black people come in and they be like the white ass kisser type mm-hmm. of black. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like mm-hmm. it's a whole nother level of identity crisis like and they don't want to be associated with the rest of the blacks they because they don't want to be seen as the stereotype that white people tend to have that's associated with us so they try to make sure that they stay up under here so it's just like damn we here but also we not here because you not even fucking with me because you think associating with me even though i'm like you is gonna fuck you up and you're you know what i'm saying like it be so many levels of bullshit when it comes to black people in the workplace. Is it not crazy that people can look at us and be like, they only hang with black people, but then they can only hang with them? Yeah. yeah. And it's totally fine. It's I'm fine. like, yeah, it's you know okay. Because 85% of the workplace is them. True. <laughs> they but- have a problem when they're not centered in things. Yeah. And it they comes, have main main character syndrome. Yeah, and they can't even explain it or contextualize it. But they're like, it's just something about it. I don't like because mm-hmm. you ain't involved, nigga. Mm-hmm. That's right. the, that's the shit that bothers you. But to go back to what y'all was saying, I, I, I said this um, to April earlier, and uh, me and Juice talked about it before you got here, uh, Kim. Uh, I feel like black women. I feel like y'all y'all kind of painted yourselves in the corner, and I say that because of this. Y'all, black excellence. Like I've worked amongst black women, and y'all are phenomenal. Like literally phenomenal at the work. But what ends up happening is that y'all are actually end up overworking. Mm-hmm. Like y'all are so good at the job. I know. I fuck. I know how men operate. I know not even just black men, white men. I know how men operate. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to give you what is required. Mm-hmm. Yep. And y'all always fill the gap. Like, y'all are always the one connecting the dots, making, making one plus one equals two. And I, it's, it's, it's now it is, I feel like there's a certain kind of woman, because it's not even just like all black women, but if you're a black professional woman, you're a certain kind of woman that is kind of like, honestly, an overachiever. Which you should be heralded for, but the workplace doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it, it honestly kind of frustrates me on your behalf because you never get your just due for the effort in which you put in. Because I'm gonna tell you, me, I'm never gonna put in as much work as <laughs> <different> job. <laughs> the totem pole is so different, though. Like, you walk into a meeting, I walk into a meeting. As a man, people like you you're a black man, you're, but you're gonna be respected. Like, as a yeah. woman, people already. I have literally watched. Women with PhDs walk into a room and say something, and people still like laugh or like dismiss what they say. Mm-hmm. So I feel like naturally, I I like I know I feel like I have to 
overcompensate for what people think I like I do like I feel like I cannot speak unless I absolutely know the answer that I have while I'll hear other people say stuff and I'm like I know that's wrong but they can just easily just say stuff and it's okay but if I'm wrong once yep that discredits me for my yep. whole career and but, that's crazy but, but I'm going to say this as a caveat I just gave you your praise let me goddamn kick you back in Y'all motherfuckers gotta learn how to play the fucking game. Y'all niggas wanna play the game by your own fucking rules, and that is your fucking problem. That is y'all problem. Y'all wanna play the game by your own fucking rules. The amount of times I've seen black women in the fucking corporate sphere be a fucking bitch because God they damn, want that bitch right. Dog, because, dog and, and I'm not even talking about like. A, a actual bitch I'm talking about like A corporate bitch Being like a A professional bitch A, a like professional mo- baddie Like other motherfuckers Don't want to work with you Because like you, you know that You know everything We know that You know everything But you make us Feel like you know Everything is where You fuck up Nobody likes you So I Or there's only A few people That like you Hey, do you have to play dumb? Maybe you do It's hard You know Because you know, you know why? why You know why you have to play dumb? Because everybody else Is dumb but you know what though I feel like Us being like Overachievers Overworkers Overcompensators And all of that And the bitch I feel like that's just A reflection Of our own Personal lives And I know people say Like don't bring your Personal life into work Blah 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 But Especially like Women of today We have to do that On a daily basis Like Already as black people We have to overachieve to just be on the same playing field with everybody else who's doing the bare minimum. But then as a black woman, double minority, not only am I black, I'm a woman too. I got to do even more than the other overachievers. So like I'm doing that already in my everyday life. I got to bust my ass to be able to just take care of myself, especially as a single black woman. So it's almost natural to go into work and do that same thing. But then like the whole bitch part, I feel like that comes into play because so often we get discredited or nobody listens and blah, blah, blah. So we want to let you know, like, you can't, you're not finna run game on me because I got this, I got these honors, well, I got this credit, I got this title, true. this ranking, this many years in the business. I'm going to let you know right here and now that I'm not the one that you finna come in here and just say no bullshit. To. That's where you fucked up at. That's right, <laughs> right there. I'm going to let you know right now without fuck that. Because, <laughs> like, let me tell you, like, because the thing is, as a black man, my struggle isn't <laughs> TBC joke. Let's see if white women do no. it. No, 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 no. See, no, 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 sitter no, no. and white. No, 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 no. The funny <laughs> thing, no, the crazier thing is that I feel like white women are actually above white men in the corporate world. They are. Because white women actually have to do less than white men and gain more. I've seen, I've literally seen this shit with my own two eyes. A cute white girl, when I say, Propel her career to astronomical status at an astronomical rate Mm -hmm. just because the difference between white men and black men, black men want to fuck and we understand what fucking is about. White men don't know, like literally don't understand game. They don't have game. So they literally give white women everything. I've seen these white men literally like, I've seen these white men fold and give this white girl like she was like a little cute white girl and she played the game right and white men gave her everything gave her the keys to the job and it was astonishing she did everything in record time got 
A, B, C, X, Y, Z, got all the awards, got all the credit. It was just it was it was almost disgusting to watch because she's doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. But see, that's just pretty privilege. But it's different because it's different because it was a white girl. It's, it's white, pretty. Privilege. It's a white woman that knew how to exercise it. Because put it like this, like black women, y'all like y'all fine, like y'all gorgeous, like y'all y'all know when you're attractive and you know how to like will your power. But that's only going to get you to a certain level with white men. Like they're not going to like really like embrace you. They're going to fetishize you. Yeah, and they're not going to embrace you. They're but not going to want to be with you. I also think that white uh, women. I mean, the protection of white women is more or less Western society for the last 400 years. Yeah. You pass laws to make it to where white women can't sleep with black men. You do all this stuff to protect white women. It's their world. Yeah. If they choose to play the the game of it. But black women don't have that luxury or that burden. Right. Because you think they have different burdens, but not. That because check this out. When was the last time you was at work and there was a white woman, white white woman as proficient as a job as a black woman? That shit is like almost never, never. But they'll always scapegoat the black woman to be like, well, she's a bitch or all this stuff. When it's like she won't let you, she won't let you run over her. But the thing, but but but. I gotta again go to kicking black women's back in. It's not about running over. There is a game being played, and black women are actively not playing the game. You know the rules of the game. You know how to play the game, but you don't want to play the game. No, because why am I going to allow somebody to disrespect me in front of everybody? White men don't do that. Nobody is saying that's your problem. You're not a white man. But no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't be riding for black women the way that white men be riding for white women. Well, it's also different in there because the power dynamic is different. You, it's, it's different for writing on a social aspect. But it shouldn't be because we're all raised in mother-centric homes. I think... no, because So, was, like, a matriarchal standpoint, it should make more sense that we, should, we would be willing true. to back up black women. Well, also true. put it like this. In, a, in, a, in that situation, black men also put in the situation a little more do or die. Because, so, for example, like, if we go back to the initial situation, like, let's just say black woman, she's the... She's the office bitch, acting crazy. Like, not, I ain't gonna say acting crazy, but just I, as the black man, get along with her because I understand blackness. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does. There is, there is a social situation I put myself in by aligning with her, no matter how anybody else feels about me. And that entail is the game that's being played inside of the game. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my proficiency. It all has to do with my how other people see me. So therefore, I do have to. Uh, the self-preservation is everybody's natural instinct. So if she is the social outcast, I have to look at my relationship with her and levy that against my own professional aspirations. And I'm not wrong for doing so. No, but it's still a dirty game. The game, the game dirty. Who said it was clean? No, but I'm saying it's, it's ways we can tweak the game to make it to where like we ain't got to stab each other in the fucking back. I don't think it's stabbing in the back, but 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 that's more so when I what we're talking about is more so what I'm talking about is like, hey, you don't have to be the office bitch. 
Don't be that person. If you're just not that person, we don't even have to have this conversation. Okay, but, okay, okay. So then in a perfect work setting with a black woman in a power position or whatever, how should she play the game? Because as, as... I'm going to tell you why it's hard because, like I said, we are discredited so often. How long do you endure like never being listened to, never being heard, the things that you, the work that you do, not meaning anything, not holding any substance to your, to your company. How long do you go through that before you just like, okay, I got to show them like what, what, how do I play this role without being the bitch quote unquote? And I want to like, cause I don't want to play it like a white woman. I don't want to emulate a white woman. I'm a black woman. On top of that, it was about piggyback. Yes, <laughs> like black women speak differently than white women do. Like mm-hmm. we we talk differently than other people. Mm-hmm. We we handle things differently. Like even like how your mama like black women a lot of time go into the work setting and handling things like how they would at home, at home. and yeah. things. Yeah. And, and and that doesn't translate well in the workspace. And so that is another thing on top of that where it's like people misunderstand that because they're just being themselves and. Okay, so to answer your question, what kind of both your questions? There was a book by Robert Greene called "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck," Mm -hmm. and one of the greatest things that I took away from that was value systems. That's the one book Bird read. (laughs) Hey, hey, I ain't no reader now. I watch anything, but I ain't gonna read to read no shit. But no, but it was about value systems, and it was basically like you have to have an internal conversation with yourself. Mm -hmm. Basically, like, why are you here? What is legitimately driving you? So for me, when it comes to work, I'm all money driven. I don't give a fuck if they want to put me in a fucking broom closet. If they're going to double my salary, I will go to that broom closet happy as shit every day of my life. Because that's why I'm here. I don't care what they think about me. I don't care what they say about me. Because I don't own this place and I those aren't my friends. Mm-hmm. At 4 o'clock when I walk out this building, I'm calling my friends like, hey niggas, we going to Vegas tomorrow. Because I got a double salary. Because that's the value system. I know. Now, I think that in your situation, Arkin, what you said, I don't think black women have defined their value system. What is important to them? Because if it is, and no, there's nothing wrong with professional hierarchy being your value system. Mm -hmm. But if that is what validates you and that is what you strive for, that means that you are even more in tune with the game that's being played mm-hmm. and playing inside the game because you understand that, hey, me making this position, me becoming a branch chief, me becoming a lead, me becoming whatever is what's driving me, you understand more that in order for me to get this, I need these other people on my side. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a little bit, too, if you want a little bit of everything. You want the money, you want the respect, and you want the title. Sometimes you can't get it all. I feel that, but also at the same time, I feel like. But I feel like it'd be respect that'd be left off of that list. If you want respect, there's a way out of all those things. There's about there's a way of going about getting respect, but I mean, you you, respect is earned; it's not given. But uh, I don't know. To a certain degree, common respect is. Yeah, I feel like we're not not going against common decency. I think, but nah, I feel like people be quick to call black women out their names and do all this other shit. But they won't do that for the white man who's a bum at work. So respect is earned. But when we go on work and try to earn that respect, now we're working too hard. You're a bitch. We're doing too much. Like, so, 
So okay, so because I'm, I'm trying to make sure I, I'm I'm yeah, competent yeah, yeah. at my I'm, job. I'm doing all the things because that I'm doing so that I no, can no, no, no. be respected. No, but if I'm not getting respect it, respect is now earned, what? and there is no guideline, and there is no directions for respect. Respect is a integral or a, a, a intangible intangible thing that is given, transferred from one person to another. So when I say respect is earned, you don't know what it takes to earn my respect. Right. Because everybody's... Everybody's different. Right. So it's up to you. If you're really about earning respect, you've done the work of trying to figure out like, hey, this person, this person, uh, this type of person respects a hard worker. This type of person respects a cool person that they can, you know, potentially... This type of person is a loyal person. So the longer I'm here, the more respect he has for me for going through... You understand that level because respect means that much to you. But... Or some people are just... hey. You get it as your title. This person respects me because I'm their supervisor. Boss, I'm right. their boss. That is like, I, without even thinking, I gave you four different ways of earning respect, and you have to earn it four different ways. So if respect is important to you, that means that you've done the work of trying to figure out how do I gain these people's respect. Mm-hmm. You might get three out of the four, but there's one other person, you're like, damn, how do I get his respect? Because that's what means something to you. But see, that's, that's still playing the game, though. That's still... I'm used to playing the game. Yeah, you got nothing going on, but what's going on? You ain't got nothing going on over there. Okay, there you go. I'll turn it down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like playing the game is important, but it just has to be within balance. You can't lose yourself in playing in the game, but you also can't put all yourself in playing the game. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, but it's a slippery, it's a slippery slope when you try to. Do the 180 quickly. You got to learn some of the tools and then go and choose those tools wisely as you're playing the game. But I don't know. I don't know. The science of being a black woman. Mm. Yeah, I'll be all right. Somebody got, to, <laughs> somebody got to figure it out. It's too many equations, not enough solutions. Right, y'all figure it out first. And then, and then, <laughs> y'all to work this. hard to figure it out. Yeah, That's crazy. I'm tired. I'm, I've been working hard too long. I don't want to figure it out no more. Right, hey, listen, I'm all about <laughs> I want to get out of there. I'm all about quiet quick. I told you, like, like, I got home today from work and my trash can was laying down in my, like, at the end of the driveway, and I was like, I gotta go get this. I've been at work all day. Are y'all yeah, for no. real? And then I came inside. And I was like, I had some food. I need to cook real quick. I said, I gotta cook too. Hey, question. So, if you had a man and he came home and the food that you had to cook wasn't already cooked, do you think that he'd have the thought like, "Damn, I didn't work all day, and I come <laughs> home to food that's not already cooked"? Is the garbage can laying at the street? Because if that garbage can laying at the street and I come inside, no, 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 and but then- if the garbage can laying at the street, you ain't even worried about the garbage can. You ain't picking up the garbage can. Yes. <laughs> You ain't picking up the garbage can. That ain't your responsibility. Responsibility. Well, then I would, y'all. I ain't gonna I'm just lie. Ask the question. I am like I know some people be very anti-gender roles. I believe in gender roles. I believe in them things. I don't want to touch nothing. Like I today, today, the other day, I washed my car. Okay, and I said, "Why are these people out here wiping their car down after they went to the car wash?" And my friend was like. Cause that you gotta get the get the, the water, water off, yeah, yeah, the water spots, mm-hmm. and so I wiped it off a little bit, but I ain't wipe it off a lot. And the next thing you know, yes, or today as I'm leaving, I said, "What are these little dots on my car? Water spots." <laughs> I said, oh. "Like the way I don't want to deal with a car, the mm-hmm. trash, the gutter, like none of that." 
Yeah, but I, I will cook, clean, oh. wash the mm-hmm. wash the clothes, fold them up, put them up, organize. Like I don't mind. Oh, yeah, I believe in generals and a, and a little a little double standard every now and then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind some double standard. Like, like I want to be equal. Like we was. Did y'all see my text in there today? Yeah. Women's cycles are monthly and men's cycles are daily. That's hilarious. So like the way that we go through a monthly cycle, like one week. This there's maybe like one or two weeks out the month where we really feel like at our at our we best have energy. Yeah, and, it's that and, ovulation week that be taking it out of us. Man, and then like men, like every day. I, I didn't realize every day y'all have the same. Like y'all have a whole we cycle know y'all every don't day. Know. That's why we hey, listen, I, got a, I got a legit man question. Like this is like legit man shit question. What? Hey, y'all ain't used to that shit yet. Shut like, up, bro. Y'all been having goddamn. Y'all been bleeding. You don't get used y'all been to being tired though. It's I've been like, having y'all been bleeding from the for pants fifteen for, years, how, how, and like, I still like. Wait, y'all, y'all be like nine, <laughs> that's, that's ten. The, that's that's the I still start. dread it. So, and listen, y'all don't even remember long division, but the hell y'all be got be unpredictable too. What's the mitochondria? Periods be unpredictable. This the second you think you know your body, your period will throw. This should be popping up on y'all for real. Yeah, especially if you start hanging around somebody new. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. wait. What? Or it, depends on, it depends on like okay, so February is a wait, short how? month, but then we go into March. Yep. Then we go into April, which is oh, yeah, a five week month. Like It'll throw off everything. So check that. Like, like, so you saying like it'd be a situation like let's say you're in the mall like and you walking from goddamn finish line to the goddamn Cinnabon and you just like halfway down like you're like oh damn there go a period yeah. What the fuck? They literally had, I had what a makeup gig this weekend, on? and I'm like, oh, you know, you it, women, we be in our head like, okay, my period's coming in the next like five days, blah, 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 it's coming soon, blah, blah, blah. I'm already in my head like that. I'm doing hair and makeup, period drops. I'm like, what the fuck? Her period off. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, antibiotics to throw it off, no, or to throw t- off birth control. It throws off hormones. Let me tell you, shout out to that birth control, boy. Mm-hmm. As a man, that's the only thing I know that keep that shit goddamn in check. <laughs> Goddamn! Hey, I be knowing what time it is. Take the pill. Uh, I'm like, hey, hey, man, man, man. It's four thirty. It's four thirty. I know y'all be on a little tight little schedule with that shit. No, the funniest shit is when people be chastising women for not being on birth control. Right? Don't you know better? You're just having sex with me raw. Hey, hey. I'm kind on they. I'm kind on they side. Like, bruh. Goddamn. Goddamn. Listen, hey, cause check this out. If men. Have birth control. Oh my God. Babies will become obsolete. Like, it'll be abortion. But birth, the thing clinic. about birth control is like, it's not created equally. Like, birth control affects everybody differently. My sister was on it and had to get off because it was throwing her, 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 well, okay, y'all know what I'm trying to say because I can't get it out. It was throwing her off so bad, like, the way it was making her feel. Sometimes birth control can make you gain weight uncontrollably. Um, whole bunch of to make you break out like whole bunch of different side effects like i have known women that have tried countless birth controls and they all make them feel crazy or you weird you know what men be worried about when y'all come off birth control <laughs> all, all men that be in the streets know that when y'all come off birth control y'all be super fertile <laughs> like boy you better stay the fuck out that club at all costs oh, that, ain't the same, that ain't the same club you left from bro <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hella ops in there. Yeah, yeah, nigga. Oh my nigga, God. you left focus, came back to allure. Like, <laughs> I wish I could be a man. Y'all got it too easy. No, the here. fuck we don't, bro. No, Y'all got it no, too easy. No, no, what? Nah, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Tell us about band struggles. Hey, hey, check this out. Check this you out. pay for dates? That's a whole other bill. Oh, oh, Y'all barely, the men barely want to do that. No, I was going to say, there's some women out here doing it. bum ass niggas, bruh. Now, 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 that's one thing, like, as as me being me, uh, 
I didn't know that like some people actually strongly live by the thing where if a girl invites you on a date, she got to pay. Yeah, she's supposed to pay. Yeah. I thought that shit was a joke, honestly, at first, because I'm like, I can honestly like count how many times like a woman has paid, you know, for a date. No. I, but what I will tell you is I love when, like, I have suggested dates before, and when a man won't, like, won't let me pay, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> oh. But I feel like, also, it's different in different situations. Like, if it's, okay, so if, you know, it's your significant other, y'all been together for a while, or even if you're married and you go on dates and she's like, oh, baby, I got you this time. Like, is that a bad thing? That's no. Much out cool. Are like, you passing the money to him so he can pay in front of... Oh, no. no. Me neither. <laughs> that's no. I, That's no. been on TikTok lately. Like, uh-uh. the, 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 the guys was on there saying that, like, if your woman really respects you, she'll pass you the money under the table. No. So you can pay for the day. And I'm you like... fucking bub. What? Get a goddamn job. No. There's a lot of bitch ass niggas out here though Real shit So look you be saying that shit a lot And you be wrong sometimes But in this conversation you're absolutely right Like no That Tory Lane shit I was right I was right He might have shot at her but He might have shot at her Here we go Like that's any better But you can't tell me she wasn't moving like a liar Like we're not going to get into it I don't want to get into it I swear I don't want to get into it Let's because, get into it. No, but here no, no, no. we are. Because but here I, no, no, we no. are. Because I like the the, the, the date conversation. Because yeah. I feel like this niggas is, need to hear this shit. Yeah. Hey, niggas. <laughs> niggas, come niggas. close. Niggas. Niggas, turn this shit up. If, Bump if, this shit. If this, if you listen to this shit in your car, put on some air, put in some AirPods. Because I want to be as close to your brain as I can fucking be. Uh huh. Uh-huh. If you ain't got no money, Take leave these me. women the fuck alone. <laughs> Nigga, leave these women alone. Cause I, this, this the thing. You gotta play inside your league. If you think yes. that motherfucker bad, you think you the only one with eyes. If you broke and think she bad, a nigga with money thinks she bad. And there's no way that you can't compete. So go get you some money and go take her on a decent date. Like I'm so sick and fucking tired of broke niggas on the internet, goddamn Bitch. bitching and complaining because they don't want to spend no money. That nigga spent. Because check this out. Like I'm gonna tell you, back in my day, back in my day, back if you was in the in in in, in the streets with me, you would lose every time. Just because, <laughs> nigga, nigga, you don't want to buy, you don't want to buy her a drink. I'm buying rounds, and shut the fuck up because I work all the time. <laughs> and listen, and what's going to happen is at the end of the day, she's leaving with me. She's not leaving with you, and don't you be mad. Don't leave your girl around me. True, True playing for real. real. That's my nigga for real. But no, listen, as, as women know, also we need to stop letting these broke men. Do that, and then we end up paying for stuff because sometimes we want companies so bad that we allow this stuff to happen, and we'll be like, "Oh, you ain't got no money. That's cool." I, 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 mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all entertain a lot of bullshit. I ain't go front, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you as a, as a nigga who I feel like a nigga of substance because a nigga be working all the time. Like I ain't balling no 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 shit, but when the nigga was in the game, a nigga understood that you had to pay to play. Yep. If I found out. That somebody was fucking with a broke nigga, I looked at her completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because all I, respects lost. If I'm out here like, hey, let's go here, let's do this, whatever, and I find out you giving a nigga the cat for some goddamn what you doing text, I look at you like you ain't who I thought you were. But I also want to add to that that it is not about necessarily your salary. There is a lot of many. Um, there are many men that make plenty of money. They ain't got no money. They treat you like um, and that too. will tr- yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, like I know people that don't 
necessarily make high dollar, but they know how to work money mm. and they treat women with respect. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like yeah. women. Sometimes niggas with money think they have that money mentality and yeah. they think that and they can do lot. whatever the fuck just because they funding exactly. this, that, and the third. And then there's also men that don't necessarily make <clears throat> that top dollar that feel like, oh, they don't have chances. Right. I'm like, but no, if you... I look at your, I look at men's spending habits. I ain't gonna lie. Like I look at how you look at money. How how do you think about money? Because mm-hmm. if you just like you don't pay no attention to it and you just kind of blow it off and you making bit top dollar, but you check the check. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you're not handling your also, shit. Also, I, I was raised by a man that didn't have a lot of money, but firmly instilled in me that you pay, you take a girl out, you pay. You don't have to be. Five star meal or whatever, but you entertain women and you are gentlemen and you pay and you don't, bro. If I ask the chick to let me use her card to swipe, my granddaddy roll over in his fucking grave. <laughs> like hell no. True. Dog, I would literally if if I took a chick out and I didn't have the money, the way I would do my best to send my card into overdraft. <laughs> Just to get yeah. that shit done. Like, I, if, if I can do anything in my power <laughs> to get that shit, I will pay that $35 fee. And, right. And uh-huh. Right. Day. But if that's, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it, and then, like, guys, man, like, I know, I don't know who's listening, but, bro, like, get get some finesse about yourself, man. Like, get get some, be, bring some ingenuity to the game. Be creative. And the reason I say that is because the reason you don't have any money in this dating game is because you're trying to play the dating game as niggas with money will right. play it. Like, and you ain't got to play it that you way. You ain't got it. If you make $40,000, which is cool, don't try to play the game the way a nigga that make $90,000 a year mm-hmm. play it. And don't let somebody shame you into outspending. Yes. Like, if a woman, like, if a woman you're dating doesn't, doesn't think you make enough and she tries to shame you to it, drop her. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Nobu. Right, well, no, right. well, no boo, no boo, <laughs> no boo, no boo, no boo, no boo, no boo, no boo. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta break the bank to have a good time, and you ain't gotta break the bank yeah. to be a man and stand in your shit. Dating what's, is not all about spending. What's like the most creative or cheap? Like we're gonna talk about like the cheapest date mm. we've been on. Me and you just cause we gotta cause as a guy you kind of gotta put the plan in motion. You kind of gotta have a little plan. What's the cheapest date you figured out, or like, are your for me and you the cheapest date we've kind of figured out that was like on par for us? And I want y'all to tell us like what was like the cheapest good date, not like not like no bullshit. We like I ain't never going out with this nigga again. But where it was like <laughs> you knew that it didn't cost a lot, but you enjoyed yourself. I mean, I'll start if it. If, if I honestly time. have not been on many dates. I don't. I don't. With this voice, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. I haven't I been on a date no, in a while because it's weird. Because men don't. Nigga, men I will send your voicemail to so many <laughs> niggas, <laughs> and I hope your goddamn mate no, wide the fuck listen, open. Because niggas I've try tried. to hear this shit in their ear. I have tried, but. I hope this person doesn't actually listen to this, but like, cause I don't be liking to hype nobody up, but like, I used to go on like breakfast dates with somebody and like, because we clicked, it was, it was nice. And I know breakfast ain't expensive cause we didn't even go places where they had mimosas and stuff. So it was like, I know we ain't spend more than $30, 35 tops. 
the cheapest date I ever had was about twenty eight. But it wasn't like intentional. It was just we click. We we had like one meal. We went to where we go stove house. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, and it was like a pretty day. We were just out there chilling. It was like three hours, but it was twenty eight dollars. That good conversation. Now, what's the most expensive date y'all been on? Wait, let me tell you my cheapest one first. <laughs> okay, one. okay, okay, okay. My cheapest one was. And I'm trying to think, did we buy anything? It might have been absolutely free. I think I might have done an absolutely free. Oh, you <laughs> So it was a low meal okay. on Saturday. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Shout yeah. out. Hey, that's how you do it. So for y'all that don't know, low meal is a cotton gin that's turned into an art gallery slash flea market. And so we spent hours just looking at artwork going into the different shops going into like the record stores like hours on hours and it's absolutely free I, could, I couldn't go to the record store that's where I lose all the money yeah. I'd be like that's the most expensive date so, but, 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 but this was before I had a vinyl player so okay. I didn't even I didn't get a vinyl player until like a couple months afterwards okay. so yeah, I was just literally just going to look so okay. I literally don't think I spent any money but that's a dope date, though. Mm-hmm. Duh, because nigga, it's man. Come on, man. Shit, I mean, I mean, I had them, I had money, but I, I didn't want to do that shit. This is gonna sound bad, but men be having me at come on, let's ride, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, where we going? I love that Target. <laughs> okay, like I love that. The, the, y'all do be loving errands, like yeah, because yeah, that's that quality shit. time. Like I think, like you letting me know that you want me to be around you, even though we're not doing nothing like super fancy, but you just want me to be here. Again, I hope this man not listening. But like I remember, like it the was funny one thing is you know for a fact he's going to listen at this no, one. out of I'm, all I'm, of them, out of I'm, all of them, it's just love to draw. He's going to, but like we were trying to decide where we we're going to go to breakfast, and it was between like Cracker Barrel or another broken egg. And you know how you like, so we were supposed to go to another broken egg, and I had it in my head. And then he said something about Cracker Barrel. So I went to Cracker Barrel, but I really didn't want Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel jumping. It does. But like, yeah. I just, once you have, I, once I have something in my head, I'm I like, all right. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. he pulled up and he was like, you want another broken egg? I said, yeah. He said, get in. I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't need to be no day after that. I'm like, okay, come on, let's go. Like, it was, I just, I just like to ride. Yeah. But it was the, it's, it really, it be if you like somebody, it don't take a lot. It really don't to like people be trying to have, like I've I've been on exp- and I've been on expensive dates and not necessarily expensive because we went to one place. We went to like we spent the day together, but it was just it it flowed mm-hmm. so. Like it was like one hundred and seventy five dollars, and I did not like that girl, <laughs> and she was running up the tab, and I'm like. I'm gonna pay it, <laughs> but well, this is it. This is it. God damn it! I know what this game is. See, my thing is when I don't like somebody, I be trying to get up. I remember yeah. I was on a date one time. This man offered me a drink. I said nope, because I mean I gotta be here longer. Mm-mm. This woman was, for lack of a better term, a hood rat, and so wait, where, she, y'all, wait, where y'all go? Where you take a hood rat? Where she? She wanted to go to like it's like Pier eighty eight. That's your fault. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, bro. It was like it was just one of them things where like I was trying to get my mind off of the other girl. 
Hey, nah, I fuck with hey, hey, everybody. You, you need a good hood rat run. You need a good one. She like, cool. Yeah. I mean, she was cool. It's just he's like, oh, this baby ain't never been here before. Oh, this is cute. Oh, you took her out on a fancy day. She couldn't wait to go back and tell her yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. I went Bruh. to Pure Eighty Eight. <laughs> That's the youngest girl I ever date too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah it's starting to make more. She's she twenty. She's yeah. twenty-five. She's excited. Did she pick the place? Oh yeah, oh yeah. She was running up tab. I it was, knew that the game was a was. field trip for her. Oh yeah, she was like, "Let me see how much this nigga pay." And I was like, "Here, <laughs> I don't give a fuck, nigga." I was. I look. Niggas do the fucking We do the calculations oh, On yeah, a date yeah, yeah. We know how much the date is oh, Before yeah. they bring me the check Before I even get down Pull up in the parking lot Right I'm like that car and park I was like you do like You, you do like your worst case scenario And yep. you goddamn This is how it should yep. be Anytime you don't get to your worst case scenario You're like alright bet But if you are severe, like way under budget You're like alright This a win <laughs> Like if this is half of what I thought I was going to spend Oh yeah See the funny part is you get on social media and you see men talking about like women want all these dates that they can't afford for themselves. My problem is, and that's why I said I'm not eating out for real for real in April, because I'll go to J. Alexander's on a Tuesday and spend ninety dollars on accident. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. That's the other thing. Like for me, I look, I I dated myself for a long time before I went back into dating. So mm-hmm. I was going balling out with me. So bringing a girl with me is just like some shit I was going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Same. I work at J. Alexander, so I eat a steak just about oh, every really? day. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you hey, be girl. at the bar? Come see me. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> the midnight margaritas? Yeah. Hey, say less. <laughs> I make the best ones, so you got to come see me. I'm about to find out when you work. That's my spot. When I just want a little something, something, I'll be like, give me a little midnight margarita. Oh, I don't have no problem spending money on myself. Right, uh, I don't know. I can't listen. Well, if I'm not gonna do nothing else, I'm gonna eat good. Yeah. I take myself to Roof Chris. You know, yeah, I ain't yeah. to Roof Chris. I told you this shit the other day. You like, did, and I was so surprised because that used to be my Sunday. Like, let me go. I, ain't, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm like, I didn't spend some money and shit <laughs> like that. But I, ain't, I don't know how that one place has like kind of just never happened. I've never been to Roof Chris. Like my most expensive date. Like I don't even know you want to call it a date, but. I mean, I don't know. I was kind of hashed out, but uh, I went to Hawaii to see a girl, and I don't know if that counts as a date. I but, think so. Standing <laughs> on all my shit, it's yeah. like goddamn. Uh, so, <laughs> I think so. Oh, you got flued out. Flued out. He was the flyer. Let me tell you this funny story about this shit real quick. So, uh, old girl lived in Hawaii. She lived in Hawaii, right? She lived in Honolulu, and. Um, the the situation was, which people didn't know, that I knew that she was moving to Atlanta. That's the only reason I was like fucking with her, like that heavy, and she was going to be like a flight attendant. So I was going to be like, you know, you know how they have the what's this shit called? The like, companion uh, companion pass, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And she made a statement playing the long game. She, yeah, 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 nigga. I was about this shit. So she was like, uh, <laughs> so she and she made a statement. She was like, look, I live out here, and nobody ever comes out here to visit me. I like, I'm gonna come see you. And she's like, no, you're not. Nobody ever does. So that bitch, that goddamn ticket was nine hundred dollars. I was gonna say that gotta be a thousand dollars. I know that shit was nine hundred dollars. But check this, this it was from Atlanta actually. So I had to fly to Atlanta and fly to Atlanta and fly to Honolulu, which was the longest flight of my life. I bet. Oh Oh my god! And ain't nothing scarier than just being over the ocean because ain't shit. I bet that's gotta be terrifying. So and let me tell you. So in my mind, let me tell you how I hashed out in my in my mind. I was like, all right, look, because I stayed with her. 
So I was like, all right, look, I'm about to go to Honolulu, and I don't have to play. I don't have to pay for for lodging. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm cool on that shit. Right. So I'm like, damn, all I gotta do is just get there. So I'm like, hey, this shit might be worth it. And I was there for like four days, and it was February. It was 12 degrees here, and it was 80 there. So it was a, it was a it was a cool time. Smooth little vacation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She was bad and all that shit. Whatever. <coughs> Man, how about me and this motherfucker broke up before I touched down? Goddamn, on the Ooh. way back. But check this out. Let me tell you, this is the funniest shit about this whole story. So you remember I told you she was about to be a flight attendant, shit, right? She, you know, I booked my flight and she helped me book my flight through like the Delta app. How about when we goddamn fell out, when we broke up, how about she took all my, fl- my flyer buyers and shit and transferred them bitches over to herself? Yes, ma'am. Ah. I'm sorry. I log into my Ooh. Delta app. No, that bitch said zero miles, zero dollars. She transferred all that shit over to Wait herself. Wait a minute. I need to know what transpired. Because not only did y'all break up, but then she took your miles. Yeah, yeah that's man. some petty shit. Dog, she was mad. Hey, what I'm you did? Hey, I'm going to tell you like this, man. When a motherfucker got a white mama, man, that shit be different, man. <laughs> Dig it, <laughs> boy. <laughs> she, nah, was, she was one of them. No, 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 no. She had a 3C curl pattern, no, she bitches. She had a military. <laughs> nah, nah. She had a white stepdaddy that was in the that was in the navy, and he did not fuck with her fuck with a black man. Of course, and I'm like, bro, nigga, I'm I'm okay, but she was mixed. Yeah, she was mixed, but her daddy had died when she was younger, Mm. when she was like two. So her mama remarried a white man. So her daddy white. So her so the daddy that she knows is white. She was raised by two lily white white people. Mama Hawaiian. Okay. So. Her, uh, her lily white daddy won't fuck with no nigga goddamn come around. These motherfuckers stayed at the goddamn Disney like resort. Like, the, well, first the, of all, that's the crazy. Fucking, the sixth hole was in her fucking backyard. Her mama's that Hawaiian, so her mama is a person of color. And her nah, daddy but, don't fuck with niggas. Right, but her mama was goddamn kind of like you know how them uh, uh them like what's them folks um with them um um um, um <clears throat> the army folks be going Germany. You know how them like them, yeah. them, them like they know like hey this is my meal ticket let me sit down and shut the fuck up and ride with this military man he went over there in Honolulu in the navy and she knew he was a goddamn cuz that was her white horse savior asked me basically them motherfuckers got married inside of one month she told me their story she said she said her her dad her stepdaddy said i love you Inside of two days, and they got married inside of one month. Hey, white white people in the military be like, "Fuck it, they be decided. They be Let's go." Risk don't get me wrong. Like, I'm finding the motherfucker now. Like, goddamn, I ain't mad at him. I said, goddamn, I get it, <laughs> I get it. But God, but yeah. So he was not fucking with like, and I mean, and I'm talking about like he wasn't shy about saying that shit. He like, I don't want no black grandbabies. Hell no, fuck that. Keep in mind, I'm a goddamn from whites. And at this point in time, I'm an engineer for NASA, so I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, so that's why she broke up with you? Nah, that motherfucker crazy, man. I had to let her go. Was she crazy or were you crazy? Right. Did you push her to be crazy? Situation. So I got a question now. I got a question we'll about that. Right. Uh, uh, nah, why do y'all keep goddamn, like, y'all be falling back on that shit, like, like y'all love saying the man made you go crazy. You gotta be accountable for your actions at some point. In time. <laughs> Absolutely, but you, you gotta, gotta be accountable, accountable for, for yours. yours too. Hello. No, but it's it's singular. <laughs> like yeah, like like yeah. I might do some I might do some foul shit. Might do some dumb shit. But 
that doesn't equate. That doesn't require you to goddamn. What is what? this foul and that dumb is, shit? Though? That is science. Every I, action. I feel like you're brushing over. It's a reaction. Uh, I feel like uh, we need to dig into this. Not like not like in her situation. It literally like like I didn't do no bullshit in her situation. Now I didn't do some bullshit in situations. I but can believe in that. hers. Like I was actually the good guy in that situation. So she broke up with a good guy because what? No, nah, that was some her daddy shit. Her daddy shit, like, and then I was, I ain't want to, I ain't like that shit. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like to know that that your stepdaddy or your daddy, who you consider daddy, mm-hmm. ain't fucking with me, and I and, and I, I'm gonna be a nigga for life. For life. <laughs> <laughs> did she stay with her? Like when you went to go stay, did you stay at the house with their family? No, nah, no, nah, he had she had her own spot. Oh, oh, that's yeah, right. <laughs> So I just got there. So think about that shit. You got them all out nigga. And you know what I'm saying? You probably and, and you know, I'm proud of like hey, being from the north side and shit and where, you know, the accomplishments I have and to have somebody else basically kind of shit on that shit. Like, nah, bro, nah, baby girl, I ain't fucking with that shit. Like if you ain't if you ain't willing if you ain't willing to goddamn accept at least the nigga portion of me, like right. I don't know what to tell you. That's why I don't date light skinned people. But <laughs> I would ride for light skins, man. Y'all get a bad rap, man. Nah, fuck light skinned people, dog. Fuck y'all, dog. Just fuck y'all. <laughs> but no. I, I, I want y'all to know that he means that. I'm dead serious about that. It sounds like jokes, but I, she didn't see them. <laughs> Woo. You do got a type. Yep. I do. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was goddamn hard on the uh, on on, on the light, music. bright, damn near white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, for a long time, for a very long time, man. Like Willie Gilbert was like, it's still like my prototype. Like that motherfucker is. <sighs> I feel like whoever is your early crush kind of like sets the tone. Yeah, and then like you could fight back against it, of course. But I think that's kind of like the that's that's the prototype. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you kind of grow from that shit because, like, I was like super big, like, like honestly, like all my like early, like early women was all like light skin or mixed, all of them, and then you know, kind of tapered off and got to like brown. And I, boy, let me tell you, who I love right now, Coco Jones, that motherfucker. I love Coco Jones. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that motherfucker, boy. So it's some shit you kind of grow out of. I ain't gonna say you grow out of, but the evolution. When you unlearn like colorism and texturism and other things like that, you be like, yeah. I don't let's see. Let's go. Is it colorism, man? Yeah. Absolutely. Why why is it colorism like What style, else is it? Man? What like, else I think is it? Labels and this shit be going too hard. You like, just said see? it yourself. Light, bright, and damn near right. That's colorism. No, so this is the thing though. Like you can't tell me the motherfuckers ain't fine. Like let like the motherfuckers like let them be but fine. The brown skin people were fine too, and you weren't with them. You weren't looking at them. Dog, but so okay. <laughs> but you nah. was only looking at the light brights first. Yep. Nah, man. That's both... colorism. Yep. Nah. Yeah. See what you doing? Nah, nah. You putting the light skinned women on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that's what they deserve to be. Them wow. See? Wow. Here we go. Hey, listen, man. Look, Here see, see, look, we see, go. Look, beginning of the end of the black Remember when you said eventually y'all gonna get canceled? Here we go. Listen, this thing. But that's like, dog. You can't tell. So okay. So one. You finna. To, I just want to say. He digging a hole. He digging a hole. But we need to change topics. 
Dog. Do we need to change? I mean, I get it. You can't help who you're attracted to, but you got to think about the so, why. And, and the I, why of the. And I was about to say, like celebrity crush. Like, like my biggest number one. Everybody knows, like Drea is my like number one celebrity crush. See, what like, did I say? It's the like, three C here, bitches. Pinnacle, pinnacle, <laughs> top tier, right? Like, love me some Drea, right? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with me liking Drea? Nothing's wrong nothing's with wrong. you liking Drea, but, but there's there's brown. And dark brown black women so? who are just as fine. No, there's it's not, not fine. No, no, see, 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 here's the, here's the, here's the problem. There's nothing wrong with you liking Drea. The problem is when people get on internet or whatever and like put other people other down, down because of yeah. who they like. Like you, you can just like did. who you like. You just did that. You just did that. But they ain't. No, 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 no. It's, it, no actually, I didn't. L- 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 the reason I say I didn't, to believe me or you're lying. Are we is. being gaslit? <laughs> no, yes. we are being yes. gaslit. I, okay, ask, <laughs> ask me who is the best rapper of all time. Who is the best rapper of all time? Lil Wayne, right? <laughs> That's not a woman. What? But what I'm saying is, where is this going? No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I said Drea was the pinnacle. She's like the top tier, right? Lil Wayne is the best rapper of all time. That does not mean that there are not other great rappers. The same way I'm saying Drea is the finest, you can't tell me nobody else and you can't bring in other reasons. Like, oh, you, you literally just, just said that other, other, they're not as fun. Because they're not Drea. It's not because they're Browns. It's because they're not Drea. All right, it's Kelly Rowland. No. I don't care who you say. No. Blasphemy. They're not, she's not fine? No, she's fine. But she's not as fine as Drea. Oh, no. okay. Go with that, but, but, but saying, the way but that you're wording it yeah, is very it's much like dismissive. But you're basically saying there's not a possibility for yeah. anybody darker than Drea to be as fine as Drea. Yes. No, there's not a possibility that anybody other than Drea is finer than Drea. Okay, but you didn't say it like that. Oh, my, my apologies, then. My apologies if it <laughs> wasn't why if it across like that. That's why your co host was looking out for you like a real okay. nigga. Make it clear now. Make it clear. Make it clear. Yeah, my bad. My bad. That's what I was trying to say. It was like basically, like if, if Drea is the pinnacle. It doesn't matter who else you name because they're not Drea. Here's a random question. Are you glad that you have a co-host as a woman? And a Absolutely. Black woman? It, I wouldn't have it no other way. Bird tricked me. Tell the story. I was really supposed to be on here. He told me like, oh, you should come co-host for like, like as a guest for like one, one episode. I so did. And then he kept talking like I was going to be on here forever. And I was like. That was 78 episodes ago. What's going on? What's going on? I'm not. Here I am still. I, do, I would not want I would not want to podcast with another dude. It's only one other dude that I would like to podcast with, but I, he would get on my nerves. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: How did like I, I know y'all and Kim like you, like you and Kim like tight, but is well? Let me ask y'all this about y'all like origin story, because and I and, I, and I'll back for you with ours. Okay. So how did y'all kind of come to be suburban podcast, and how did you or you? Decide on the other person as a permanent co-host. It's so crazy. Yeah, because it was supposed to be three. Yeah, we had so, came. So it's after his brother's wedding. Was it after or before? I feel like it was after. After it was after his brother's wedding in Wisconsin, which is one of the widest places Wisconsin. on earth. Wisconsin. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, it was mostly niggas on this trip, and that was the funniest wedding I've ever been to. I swear. Y'all had a bunch of niggas in Wisconsin? Yeah. So, yeah. We did. Y'all should got pulled over. (laughs) No racism the whole time. That was the craziest part. Like, we all from the South. And, like, 
You go to clubs or whatever. Nobody's like fucking being like, no, you gotta be dressed like fucking Farnsworth Bentley to get in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I be saying wild shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, so we had that wedding. We got back. We, me and Kim had talked about it on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it. he was supposed to be the third one because we're all Sagittarius. Wow. So we, we all uh, have close birthdays. It was gonna be. Well. It was gonna be like yeah. a, a Sagittarius thing. Okay. Yeah. All makes sense now. And um, then like we we uh, practice recorded a couple episodes and like we were just arguing the entire time. Yeah. And so after a while, like I DM'd her. I was like. We can either have a really dope podcast with just us two, or we can have a podcast that'll burn out after a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. So then we did a test podcast with just us and the chemistry. Like, we knew we had chemistry. We've known each other our whole lives, but it just started from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was a, it wasn't a... That's the thing. It's hard to, it's hard to match three personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one thing with two, but three, it's like, now you got an extra person that's trying to, like... Outshine almost. I'm eight days older than her. Yeah. So, like, it's like, it's We got, I'm the youngest, and you got Dub, and you got you. All of our birthdays are in March. Wild Pisces. That's not my Aries. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the very first day of Aries. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your Aries birthday? Pisces? March 21st. Okay. Damn. My mom's the 25th. Damn, I'm on Pisces? the cusp. Yeah, I'm on the Pisces. I'm, I'm on the cusp of being yeah. a, I'm a Scorpio Sagittarius. Ooh. So I'm, I was born on November 24th. So I'm two days after. That's Scorpio. interesting though, because we. I'm a yeah. true Sag. She's a so, December Sag. So y'all decided that basically, like, you and Kim was. We knew we weren't going to be disrespectful with each other. Even if mm. we, like, disagreed, we can. We've always been respectful enough of each other that we knew that we could talk about complex and emotional topics without. That was five years ago next month. So we were 29. And he was like 28. Mm-hmm. And we were a little bit more settled. She she had the big girl job. I had my first apartment or whatever. So we were more settled than he was. And that would come out in the podcast. Be like, mm. dude, why are you so angry? Yeah. Mm. And it's like. And he nah. was really big on conspiracies too. Yeah. He was a hotep ass nigga uh, at that was. point. He, and he was very yeah, much. Bro. It was just it was just hard. Like it just wasn't meshing with all three of us. So I allowed to like the middle part of that one. <laughs> no, it would have been dope for a while until like it wasn't. Until it kept yeah. yeah it's good until it's not. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it would have just been consistent like arguments as it kept going versus actual conversation. But our uh relationship got closer as friends. Like we were always friends, but like she became like my best friend as it going. Like because <clears throat> when you're like spending like one time we Recorded for like six hours, mm-hmm. and it was like it was just like we were just vibing. And then like when I moved into the house, uh, she still was staying at home, so she would just come over to my house because that's the house we used to party at when we were in college. Yeah, too. that was the party house. Yeah, yeah. So that was my best <laughs> that's friend. That's how it gets to everybody. The white kicker. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So after he passed, I stay in his house. So that's where we record, right down the street. So, like, in college, when she would come back from Auburn, she'd be partying with us, and, we'll, like, A&M and other people would be over there. So, it's just a continuation of multiple things. Yeah, y'all, look at that. Look at that. That's and beautiful. Now we're here. Yeah, but we started, though, because 
I don't know what it was that triggered it, but we just was like, man, we got to talk about like what it's like to actually be black, but grow up like in, amongst white people. Cause I feel like a lot of the people we are around, like especially our black friends, like they, you know, they go to black church, go to black school, go to HBCU. Us on the other hand, we grew up in the white suburbs and went to white schools. Like, I don't know. I feel like we need to talk about our experience and so, and how like white people look at us, but also how like black people look at us. Yeah. Cause I feel like we look at black people who be around a lot of white people very different than black people who are always around black people. But I feel like, I don't know, I think we just wanted to come on and just talk about how we still black. Like, no matter what, like, we still black. Seeing the evolution of it is the craziest part because it was times in our life where we weren't satisfied with, like, where we were. And some of that anger would come out at different times. And it's some of those episodes I can't listen to. Ooh, child. But I don't, I don't listen to nothing back. Everything is like a diary for me. So like, like, once, once it's on old, wax. It's yeah. It's always. Like, I can't as soon back. as we step out of the studio, she can't tell you shit about I what sure we just can. said. I will be like, I'm the same <laughs> person. Because right, right. I be like, mm-mm. Hey, and it's the funny. It's when the funny. Out is out. No, he would be like, funny. "April, you said." I'm like, right. "Huh? <laughs> what?" Nah, yeah. like it'd be the it'd be the funniest thing when people like like you said just bring up like shit you said and com like they add their comment to your comment. Yeah. Not realizing, I know I just said that shit, and sometimes I know I just said that shit yesterday. I have no idea mm-hmm. in what context I said it. One of my friends from Gremlin, he travels like by car, so he'll like. Fall behind on episodes And he'll binge listen Right So he'll be texting me Like mid conversation About some shit I said like two months ago I'll be like What the fuck are you talking about <laughs> Right right Like right. I don't Like I used to be able to remember I have a pretty good memory I could remember Like dates and stuff We got What 216 episodes I don't remember Wow all shit. Y'all out here y'all We got four here. episodes I haven't put out Yeah y'all out here goddamn doing the damn thing man. Y'all out here really working man we didn't fall off. We trying. Yeah, it's hard. Right, man. Yes. Y'all ain't fall off, man. Let me tell you, I thought about it's this hard. shit. I thought about this shit today, man. I love y'all story about how y'all came about too, man. Like y'all really like Appreciate did that shit. But I thought about this shit today about basically like I knew that we would come here to this table, and it's just like, damn, motherfuckers really don't be consistent with shit. No, yeah. like it's like like so so we're this this will be episode seventy eight. I think, I think so. This be episode seventy eight for us, right? And I think we've been doing this what three years? Yeah, twenty twenty. Three years, right? And um, it's wild that if you was to ask somebody else to do something for no pay, right? For three years, at least seventy eight times. They the way that they would say fuck it, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like it's a testament to y'all and to us and to, and I, and I told April this, so like to get into our story is like, I came to April and she told you that like I kind of finessed her into like the, the podcast realm, but like what a lot of people don't know or some people don't know, me and April actually had like the the lamest dry beef. <laughs> but ask me how long ask me how long it lasted. How long? Five years. Damn. It was a long time. We we was we was super blocked like we blocked each other we blocked on social each other. media. No, 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 no. Fuck blocked each other. We worked for the same company. I would see him in the hallway. I'm like, and we mm. wouldn't say a word. Mm. We just walk right past him. Mm. And keep in mind for five years, me and April did not speak at not one word, not nothing to each other. And uh 
it, it literally all came to like we was both at like this house party for a birthday or whatever and it kind of you know what I'm saying like the 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 birthday people knew they about to drive beef and both of us was low key over it but we just didn't want to be the first one to fold and we was dedicated to this shit and, <laughs> hey, and that I, haterade is a powerful no, but, drug hey, right? hey, hey, but check this out and I think I don't I don't know if April feel the same way but I low key respected that shit to a certain extent like oh you really bet this beef like you oh, really yeah. I was like, oh, bravo. <laughs> okay. All right, we can keep this up. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, literally after that day at that party, we, we kind of pieced it up because of a third party. And both of us was really kind of like put out there that we had been over it. We just ain't want to be the first one to fold. So in this situation, neither one of us fold. Yeah. And we was okay with that shit. And that shit picked up like ain't nothing ever left. And uh, April was always, I thought April was always so fucking funny on Twitter, <laughs> bruh. Like, she always had a good story. She always had a funny tweet, and we was always laughing. So, I had this this idea about the podcast. Like, nah, man, I want to do this shit. Like, I want to do this shit for real. And um, I was just kind of like, look. And, and somebody, I don't know who I talked to who said this shit, but, and I've said this before. It's like, I don't give a fuck if nobody ever listens the day that I have kids, they'll be able to listen to this pod and be like, damn. That's how I be thinking about it. Yeah, be like, damn, my daddy was this kind of nigga on this kind That's of topic. Thinking, like, I, I do it for them. You know what I'm saying? And whatever happens, whatever happens. And like, and sometimes like when it went up, like I, I, I can feel the momentum and I can feel the vibe because on top, like also with April, we have B-Dub, who is our producer. And I've known B-Dub for 12 years now. She's wow. so creative and she's yes. so like, so I have two women that I do this shit with. And the reason I have this shit with two women is that I have a lot of female friends and nobody fuck with you and like are more loyalty, mm. more loyal to you than women. Like, Deadass. It's a different kind of loyalty. Like niggas, like niggas will fight for you like 10 times out of 10. Hey. This one, this one, nigga, bro. Right, but then, but like, but best believe you, we ride the fan belt running. Man, <laughs> like, right. When you have a platonic relationship with a woman, and y'all are like legitimate friends, and y'all down for each other, it's a different kind of texture to y'all relationship. Yeah, yeah. And you need that shit, man. Mm. And more men need like I see so many young dudes be acting like a platonic relationship where like a, a woman is just impossible. Yeah, and it's like no, bro. Like, if y'all, no, nigga, you just horny. <laughs> yeah, no, but this right. is the thing, bro. If you that like man, like I, listen, dog. I don't want. How do I want to say this? Like, look, I don't want. I didn't had a lot of sex in my life, like. Bruh, you do not have to fuck everybody. No. Dog, like if you if you've literally had as much sex as you think you've had, you understand that. You understand that like there are people in this world that you like, it's actually better if we don't even cross this line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just if I've heard this statement before and it blows my mind because it's like, bro, you don't have no, like, you don't have any self control. Right. Like, like, what is that saying about you? No, like, right. bro, like, you are like, that means that you are saying that you are willing to throw away the future or your product or something that you're investing in just, you know what I'm saying, for instant gratification. Yeah. And if it's instant gratification of sex, that's even more poor of a choice because that means you don't have a plethora of partners at your disposal 
to get that gratification from. Let me, let me, because from a nigga that's like me, that's what you're telling me is that you can't pod for a couple of hours, get done pod, and then go have sex with somebody else. Right. You yeah. don't have that level of pool. You don't like to niggas that get women. That's what it says. <laughs> right. That's what it says. You ain't you ain't that nigga. You ain't him. Like uh, to, to quote my co-host, why are you so hard pressed for your on your friend? <laughs> 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 Listen I be looking forward to Thursdays when we record Cause I be like okay Let me catch up Like the like we talked about earlier The pre-pod conversations yeah. Be so good and like when, the wind up Yes and yeah. it's just like I have like I don't know Somehow I have told Bird probably Some of my deepest darkest secrets And I'm like how do we get here Right. But it's just like It makes it easier to Come and get on this mic I mean, like obviously we know like where our boundaries are and stuff like that, but it just it creating a creating a safe environment for somebody like as a man also creating a safe environment for women where they can feel comfortable mm. and be vulnerable. I appreciate that because she allows me to be vulnerable with like the other good thing about a platonic friend is you can be fully vulnerable and they be like, you a fucking bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like him, this girl got me stressed the fuck out. Okay. But then too, like you be needing that because sometimes you're not gonna hear it from nobody else but somebody you, right. you know. What I'm saying like trust, like especially that. if you're trying to just fuck everybody you meet. They, right. You can't have a real conversation with people if you just think about fucking. Like get I the t- fuck out of here. I tell, I tell, I tell all my female friends, like even the ones like my casual friends, I said, listen, you gonna get the best advice from a nigga that don't want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Dead ass, cause cause niggas ain't that complicated. Right. Like niggas are complicated, but when you have issues, it's not that complicated from a nigger perspective. Yeah, like, like niggas niggas as people are complex, but when you got a nigger situation, it's gonna be pretty much like A B C or D. Like it, yeah, we, we kind of run in the same lanes like that. But I tell all of them, I'm like, listen, if you got a homeboy that don't want to fuck you, whatever he t- if if that nigga get women. You need to listen to whatever he says because he's telling you the absolute truth. Right. Because he wants to see you win. Yeah. Like, people just make it to where, like, I don't see why it's so difficult to have the idea, like, of building a friendship with somebody and, a like, a, a deep friendship where you could be vulnerable and you can tell them your hopes, your fears, and dreams. And have a relationship with somebody else that meets all of your things. Like, have a partner. Like, it opens you up to be able to date, actually. Like, when we started potting, and we, like, before, like, when we first started potting, I was completely out of dating. I didn't trust anybody. I wouldn't let women get close to me. I think I had just started, and that shit was terrible. (laughs) I was on the apps, honey. Yeah. Ooh, child. Hey, y'all be having stories from the apps. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, honey. Glad but, I let that go. <laughs> and then I got on the apps, and then hey, I, I think it puts our like our relationship is interesting because like like y'all know like I just got married like, right. a couple months ago. See, I did not know that. Yeah, I just got married. You uh, just snuck so, around. Yeah, I just got married in September, man. Okay. So, uh, but it's a uh, uh, it, it's different because I ain't you know I ain't too far from the game. Yeah. But I'm 
you know, in a committed relationship, it, it's uh, perspectives. You have really, and because I tell everybody all the time, I say, hey, man, becoming a married man is like pledging all over again because you come to find out that shit is going on behind closed doors that you just never would have known. Like, it is a whole... It is 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 different, and I'm able to kind of like express to April kind of like some perspective shifts, some some perspective things about that, and some mindsets, and you know, like you know, how did I get from point A to point B, and at what point in time, and you know, things like that, and it is just a good transparent kind of conversation, and like, and she still kind of keeps me kind of abreast to some shit where I be slipping on, you know, like I ain't, you know, just because I got somebody foolish enough to be my roommate for life, goddamn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that don't mean that I'm goddamn Don Magic One, like right. I be fucking up too, you know, and, and she, you know, gives me perspective and I be like, damn, you're right, like, you know, I could be better here, I could be better there. And so it's it's like, it's a, it's a, and I think more, more, I wish more men were able to have these kind of relationships because it's very beneficial. Mm -hmm. The most beautiful thing I think that happened was your birthday weekend mm -hmm. when all your friends were here. And like, I feel like it was kind of like, obviously like married people feel, I feel like married people have lots of married friends. Mm -hmm. And then there's me. And so like <laughs> yeah. everybody was like giving all this advice and I was listening like to them talk. I was kind of like playing it off, but like being able to get that advice or hear the thoughts of people who have, been in the game and then they get married and like with their perspective it's been so beneficial mm. and then y'all had chicken too but <laughs> like oh uh, yeah good you know grill always smoking man exactly but like it was just i appreciate just having that that insight especially in this crazy world we live in now lord mm -hmm. people be acting like love don't exist but it's like you see people that's in love and then it's not just like Young love exists. Young black love exists, and it's real. But I feel like this about love, man. Like I don't want to get on my too much on my relationship soapbox. I don't know if this is the time or the place. But, Do uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing about love is that love is a feeling, and marriage is a commitment. Those yeah. are two totally different things. Like you can love is in, in abundance. Love is infinite. You can goddamn. I, I'm one of those people that I feel like you can love twelve people at the same time because it's just a feeling. You have a feeling for all of them, but a commitment, which is the marriage, is different because that's who you have decided, like through logical analysis, that a day to day to day. Now the wildest shit. I'm gonna tell y'all this shit. This blow. This 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 shit blew my mind out. of This whole situation. I went to marriage counseling. I, or we dated for years, you know. Was engaged for for months. Like we we got we got married inside the same year. Mm -hmm. Do you know what was the quickest thing to happen? The quickest process, what? the actual legal process of getting married. Yeah, the paperwork part. The paperwork part probably took every bit of twenty minutes mm -hmm. at the goddamn bank. It's crazy how fast to get that bitch certified, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ratified, or whatever. Yeah, certified. I think whatever. It happens so fast. Notarize. Notarize is exactly the term. Gotcha. You don't, they don't ask you, are you sure? They don't <laughs> right. ask you, are you under duress? They said, hey, give me your driver's license. Give me your driver's license. They clack, clack on the keyboard. Stamp, stamp. Sign, sign. 
you married. Take that shit to the courthouse and register that shit with the goddamn, with the county, and you married. Yeah. And this shit blew my mind because, like, I was sitting there, and I was like, you know, before that, you got your pastor. Like, are you sure? Ooh, ooh. You got your parents. You got your friends. Everybody kind of, like, give you this, like, run around about, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? When it comes down to the shit that fucking matter, I could have walked out of that bank, got hit by a fucking truck, and that motherfucker was going to take everything. Mm-hmm. And wasn't nothing that nobody under the sun is going to say shit about it. No. So, that, the, like, you... Take that commitment fucking serious, like, cause that shit is, cause when you goddamn go down that bitch and sign your name and they and they stamp that shit, that's it. It's real. That is one hundred percent it. It don't matter. You can goddamn bitch moan and complain all you want, but that shit is it. If you gonna do anything to get out of that situation, ain't no breakup. You gotta get a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't just ghost her. Yeah. So, so 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 if you bought that house for y'all. That is now ours, right? right? <laughs> and, oh, and please don't think that she's that she dumb because she gonna want her part. Right. So it, that shit is like that. That part like blew me. Like this shit happened fast. Like so. Did, did anybody in that process of like the marriage process? Did anybody almost get you to be like to second guess it, or were you just like, no, nah, this is the girl? So now this is the wildest shit about it. Like okay, like I'll be completely transparent with the shit. It's like. It's not a second guess of is this the one. It's a second guess of the whole thing. Oh, do I want to be married? Right, because okay. it's like a it's like a legitimate commitment. <clears throat> commitment. Right, because like, there's so many people that you'll run into that be like, "No, I get married." Nah, because I'm gonna tell you like this. Your thought process kind of expands. Like you be with somebody for five years. When you get married, that's the person you're gonna be with for the next fifty. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta like kind of think about it like that. Like fuck, hey, like fuck, hey, this motherfucker cool and give me bomb sex or this Kiki or this motherfucker make good money right now. You gotta think about like, hey, she might make good money right now, but she might lose her job mm-hmm. in five years. Right? Or what happened you when know? she lose her sex drive? Or what happened when she happened lose when, her sex yeah. drive? When she but. When, or she has kids and y'all ain't fucking no more because she a mother and she, you know, well, like these are the things that come into play and these are things that you need to kind of consider. So I never, it, my question wasn't so much about the person. My question was about the thing in itself. The institution within itself. Yes. Cause the, the when that shit is fucking real, like, listen, y'all, y'all sitting in my house right now. Like, again, um, like, I can die for any fucking reason, and that motherfucker has everything. And there's nothing my mama can say about it. There's nothing my daddy can say about it. There's nothing my brother can say about it. There's nothing my best friend that I've known my entire life for 35 years. Ain't shit Hollywood can say about it. The she law, the only one. The law going to be like, hey, that's her house, that's her car, that's her dog. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, and you know what I'm saying? So you, you have to kind of think about it on that level, and you have to kind of be like, Damn, who do I want to like? They say it jokingly, but who do I want to do life with? Like, who is the one when I'm 50 years down the road? Who now, this is just a me thing. I thought about it like this if I have kids and I didn't see them become adults, who would raise them in a manner in which that I wanted them to be raised? Right. Who is going to be the one that's going to take my kids to church on Sunday? Who is going to be the one to tell them right from wrong? Who is the one that's going to be like, your daddy wasn't like that? Like, that was the thing that kind of like was my job. Or who, or who has the one that has parents that, you know, 
their grandparents are going to be the kind of grandparents that I want for my kids and shit like that. Like, that shit was important to me because I know how much I love my grandma. Like, I got tattoos for my grandma and shit like that. Yeah. So, that's the kind of thing that I got when it came around to, like, legitimately trying to figure out who I was going to marry and that part. This shit got so wholesome. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, no, was, I got to go hold this empty-ass house with my yeah. dog. Be like, man, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and look, the funny thing is, like, it like, be like, nah, don't think a nigga wasn't in the streets today. <laughs> no, it's an evolution right, out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like final level kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, this I see that message yesterday. I was like, wait a minute. It's a nigga final form <laughs> kind of situation. Like, when did this happen? My nigga done got married. Yeah, 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 I kind of left that shit. So it's been about six months. How you feel after six months of being a married man? Nah, man, it's cool, man. Like, hey, like, man, that that like marriage shit got this shit fades away very, 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 very fast. Yeah. Like you, you actually have more like realizations where like y'all both just like walking around the house, kind of like past each other in the hallway, and be like, God damn, like you my fucking wife. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's some shit. Nah, bruh. <laughs> Now, when you gotta do uh, uh, the emergency contact shit, it's oh, fucking yeah, real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or you gotta introduce a motherfucker as this is Mrs. Hayes, right? Like she like damn, like she like you damn sure is, ain't you? Don't know, that's you. And then she, I was like, hey, look, hey, look, I be like, goddamn, Mrs. Hayes, goddamn, bail come to the house, like this bitch don't live here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They spelled my name wrong. Like, but uh, but yeah, man. Hey, here's this motherfucker right here. Yes. Oh. You, I'm not gonna answer this shit. <laughs> That's a real marriage right there. Yeah, man. yeah, man. That motherfucker know it's Thursday. She know I'm pot, man. That's when I be like, hey, girl. <laughs> right. But but nah, man. It's 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 cool, man. It's cool. And um, but at the same time, man, this shit this shit ain't easy. And you do have. I ain't going to say, like, second guesses, but you do have those thoughts, like, because you're in it now. So you kind of have, like, a, you kind of, your mind is kind of free to think about alternatives. So, like, damn, if I wouldn't have got married, like, I could have did this, I could have did that, (laughs) A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So it just is what it is. I mean, but that doesn't mean you want out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's just, like... You you you're in it whether you like it or not. So your mind is just kind of like doing the imagination, the what if games. Okay. So that's what's up. Yeah. I'm happy for you, my I guy. Know. That's beautiful. I know. Are you gonna be a dad? Are you gonna have some kids? You know, yeah. that's like that's the one question that women always get asked. So I'm asking you. Man, listen, man. Let me tell you. So as, as a man, man, you all you, you, you look it. like a father. No, so no. Let me tell you the crazy. <laughs> all right, let me tell you the crazy shit. You are more prepared as a man to be a father than you are to be a husband. Why do you say that? Because so I, far as I can see, I, you, you know, I feel you. I can tell you everything about raising a boy to be a man. This idea of having a woman that I have to take care of okay, in a certain because you can teach somebody about life and give them you know perspectives and blah, and the thing blah. is like that shit starts early like as a man you start thinking about when I have a son them bitches click in at like 18 mm-hmm. you start thinking like man like it's yeah. especially like when you get out of like let's say let's say when you get in college and let's say you didn't already did like your 
high school sports realm, right? Mm-hmm. You already think like, man, when I have a son, man, I'm gonna have him training in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Whatever we gonna be running up, working on his left hand, he can be finishing with his left. I'm gonna have him at AAU, whatever. Like those thoughts don't stop. You start, you, you continuously think about you as an a, as a parent, mm-hmm. and that shit becomes like instinctual. What you never think about is you as a partner. Yeah. Now that partnership. That shit, man. Cause look, I'm gonna tell you like all day long. I'm a responsible individual. I'm a cool guy. But when it comes to as a husband, I'm not the best. <laughs> I ain't the best at all. It's like, okay, it's early. You got time. Nah, that shit ain't gonna get no better. So she. I stuck in your ways at 35. <laughs> hey, bro, just just as much as I married her, she married me. So she. Yeah, I mean, I'm, try, I'm trying my best. But it's one of those things like, and I, and, and I say that shit jokingly, but I, I, I want people to kind of understand that portion also. It's like, hey, the nigga you married is the nigga you married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, so for example, I'm not a big romantic. Like, if you want goddamn flowers on your goddamn, on the kitchen table every month, that shit ain't happening with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit just ain't fucking happening. Now that's an easy change. That's an easy change. I don't give a fuck. I don't get. Listen, I don't give a fuck. It ain't gonna stop at the crowd. Don't care. Went to and get you a little chicken wings for two And I walked right past the flowers. That's the crazy shit. I said, "Damn, look at the flowers. They nice as shit." That's an easy fix. But check this out, though. It's a nigga. That will goddamn give you flowers every month, but it's that same nigga can't put recessed lights in your closet. That's where I come into play. That's I'm where that I come nigga. into play. I'm that nigga. I'm the nigga with a tool belt. I'm the nigga, goddamn. I'm the nigga that will buy flowers, but cannot do. What did she say? What kind of lights? Exactly. Touche, touche. So, but that's the thing. And, and all I want, all I ask is to be appreciated for the recessed lights. Just as much as you have appreciation for the flowers. I was talking to somebody about that, about like men need uh, appreciation and respect. That's yeah. the most important things to like what we look for, like in a partner. Mm-hmm. Like not like some people be on the rah rah shit, be like, yeah, it's my house, blah blah blah. It's like nah, just respect that I'm in this with you. Right, right. That's what I learned the most from like my parents. It's like yeah, they might fight or whatever, but the respect was gonna be there. Right, because this thing, I mean, like, and, and, and men are, like, kind of, like, on, I feel like men in general are, like, kind of on, like, that loyal tip. Yeah. Like, hey, we going down with the ship because it's our ship. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we going to build the ship back up because right. it's us. Goddamn, goddamn. Boy. You got to take that boy out. Go get your kid. Oh, this I just love how beautiful this is. This has just been flowing. I know. Like, I don't even know how long we've been talking. Usually, I'd be like... On this part, is two hours and 20 minutes. Wow. Do you know sometimes we'll pod with people and I'll be like, all right, <laughs> wrap it up. Go. Wrap it up, D. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can catch the black card on all socials at T-H-E-B-L-X-C-K-C-A-R-D. Uh, that is Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, are we anywhere else? I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's where we at. Um, yeah, man. So catch it on there. Y'all don't be coming on there like y'all should. Now we got, we got like a now nah, folks be fuck with us on the. Cool. They be sending us the. They, like the, the crazy thing is folks like they'll 
they'll see us post shit on the on the page and in Texas, right? <laughs> like Texas directly be like, "Hey, I want to tell them like, hey, you know, I got that, I got that DM also. Like, <laughs> it's crazy how this technology shit works. <laughs> when people really fuck with you, though, it's like they be doing the most, but it's cute. Like yeah. be honest, like man, they really fucking All with right. us. They so excited to share their, their shit. They shared it to the nigga that just posted it. Right. That's well, some beautiful shit. Right. I, <laughs> I don't know how, how we're going to how this is positioned, but I also want to thank you guys for uh, coming around, fucking with us for TBC, man. We really appreciate y'all, man. This has been this has been like a dope experience, man, yeah. and, I, and I really, really enjoyed this, man. And we got to do more of them. I ain't gonna lie, I was nervous as fuck. Before I got here That's why when I first got here I was quiet as shit I'm like I'm about to be a weirdo <laughs> And then It's like no, nah, man Just It flowed I perfect. knew it was gonna be a good one I knew yeah. it would be good I just thought we My anxiety was gonna get The best shit. of me Nigga we didn't drink Half a bottle of Terramana <laughs> On top of that 818 Cause we been drinking around here Hey I feel Hey now that I know that you literally ran around the corner, we could make this shit. We definitely gonna do a part two. Hey, shit, pull up. Like we can definitely do that. Oh, yeah. Um, we are suburban podcast. Uh, Sub underscore urban pod. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my voice. Oh right. um, yeah, you can find us on Instagram on sub underscore urban pod. Uh, Twitter. Uh, you can hear us on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeart, Pandora. Damn, we on Pandora? Shit. I don't know. I don't think we on Pandora. Pandora was fucking tripping. It took forever to get verified to get on Pandora. Pandora got commercials, though, man. Like, nobody on the sun got unlimited Pandora. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, you gonna come right before a commercial for goddamn Aflac? Yeah. <laughs> once Pandora became, uh, or once everybody else started making streaming apps, Pandora went down. Um. But yeah, thank you for hosting us. Um, Hell yeah! This was dope. No problem, no problem, man. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Top blue sins. This shit gonna flow. So it's like. Yeah. I think it's gonna be funny to people that never listen to like either. Either or them. Because I'm still holding on. I got one more sentence to say. <laughs> what? Bird. What? Nah, I got I got put on the outro. You know the outro. Oh yeah. Well, I make sure you're done first though. I'm done. You know. All right. Thank you for listening, Mama. Sorry for cussing. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. If y'all still listening right now, turn the shit off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. That's the end. <laughs>